700 Tapes podcast has been for entertainment purposes only. We don't own any of the rights to the clips we're going to be using on this program. 700 Tapes podcast is going to include adult language and adult humor. So if you're easily offended, stop listening now. If you touch me again, I'll kill you. In 2019, Jasperino purchased 700 VHS tapes at a yard sale for $35. He promptly moved them to a safe house deep in the outlands of the Arizona desert. If you're into nostalgia and you like VHS, and if you can find him, maybe you can listen to the 700 Tapes Podcast. Alongside Jeff Worthing, and welcome to the annual East-West Bowl. As we get ready to watch some of the best college players in the nation showcase their skills in a classic showdown between East and West. And there really are some characters on this year's squads, aren't there, Jeff? That's right, Dave. It does seem like the most flamboyant personalities came to the forefront, and they are here. Let's meet the players from the East. Marcus Williams, University of Georgia. T.J. Jackson, Wayne State University. Tavares Smith King, Merrimack College. Kyle Royal, Smoochie Wallace, University of Miami. Desquarius Green Jr., University of Notre Dame. Ibrahim Moises, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Jack Marius Tactheratrix, Michigan State University. The Isaiah T. Billings Clyde, Coastal Carolina University. The Jasper Probenkruck III, South Carolina State University. Leoz Maxwell Gilliams, East Carolina University. Javaris Jamar Javaris and Lamar, University of Middle Tennessee. Devoin Showerhan, University of Southern Mississippi. Hingle McCringleberry, Penn State University. Le Carpetron Duke Marion, Florida Atlantic University. The Dinklage Morgoon, University of South Florida. Xmas Jackson Flaxen Waxen, California University of Pennsylvania. Is that the gun, Hollenbeck? Bit late for a stroll, don't you think? Yeah, you girls ought to be getting home. Yeah, street lights are on. Shut up, fuckface. I'm fuckface, he's asshole. Jake? <laughs> Surprise Rodney Dangerfield here of his situation. Perhaps we can dispense with the fun and games now, yes? You want the envelope, right? The envelope. Very smart. See, Jake, here's a man who knows when a situation is untenable. Good word. You like that word? And you do have that envelope, don't you? you better give up, Jimmy. We're dealing with a couple geniuses here. Uh, all right, man, just leave him the fuck alone. Leave him alone, sure, whatever you say. Jake attacks his job with a certain exuberance. Shit. We're being beat up by the inventor of Scrabble. 
we're going to be looking for big plays all game long from Tyrol Smoochie Wallace. And let's not forget the tight ends, Ibrahim Moises and Hingle McCringleberry. They've both had amazing seasons. That's right, Jeff. Now let's meet the players from the West. Fagitariot Jefferson, Texas A&M. The Gluster Hot Dunkin' Chud. University of Wisconsin. Swerveton L. Gooding Splat, Saskatchewan University. Quatro Quatro, San Jose State University. Osmotaz Buckshank, Stanford University. These are 12 Washing Beard, Jones College. Shakira Kwan TGIF Carter, University of Northern Arizona. X Wayne at Aliciousness, Missouri Western State. University. Sequester Grundleplith, MD. Adam State. Scoys Velociraptor Malloy's, South Dakota State University. TJAJRJ, backslashes fourth, the fifth, Albion College. <laughs> San Diego State University. Donkey Teeth, Boise State University. Torque. Lewis. Nevada State Penitentiary. The player formerly known as Mouse Cop. University of Missouri, Columbia. Dan Smith, BYU. Oh, yeah. I took you back on that one, huh? Hell yeah. What's up, freaks and weirdos? I am Fuckface. <laughs> Joined, as always, by my co-host, Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And this is another episode of the 700 Days Podcast. We are coming to you live like a suicide from the outlands of Arizona. How you doing, my brother? I can't complain. You? This is the podcast that almost wasn't was. Right. Or however you would say it. Something like that. Fuck, I love this song. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. I'm a little sore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I gotta. Alright, so before we get started, I just want to say... And I know I said I said thank you to you already. I want to tell you thank you uh-huh. in front of all our listeners. All our loyal listeners. And I'll tell you guys why. I'm a I'm I'm getting up there in age, I guess. Right. I'm not an old man. Right. But I ain't as young as I used to be. You know spring chicken? I have a plethora of back issues, neck issues. Your neck, your back. It's your my neck and my back. Your I'll settle out of court. But it's mostly because in my twenties I was stupid. Oh, I did a lot of stupid shit. Fell out of the back of truck. I fucking constantly lifting shit that was too heavy for me to lift. Just to prove that I could. Overexerting myself. Whiplash on a fucking ride at Castles and Coasters that never got treated. How the fuck did you do that? The list goes on and on. It's a time long time. Time out, story. time out. Oh no. At Castles and Coasters? It was the log ride too. The whiplash? Yeah. How? You know when you're riding them and they go chick, 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 and they're going up and they're coming around and then they drop. Mm-hmm. My friend was sitting in front of me and he said something. I didn't hear him. 
And I leaned forward and I went, what? Just as it hit the down Aww. and it slammed me backwards and my neck went. Oh you probably gosh. felt it. You probably Look, felt it every time if, you adjust me. If you guys could have seen the way that he went. <laughs> so yesterday I moved wrong and my neck kind of popped and it fucked my arm up into my shoulder. You know, if you ever fall asleep and you wake up and your arm is so asleep, it hurts. It's all tingling and shit. And your fingers hurt. Mm-hmm. That's how my arm was most of the night last night. And I was trying to kind of brave through it, you know. So then finally, I went downstairs and I asked my nine-year-old daughter to walk on my back to maybe work that out. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't stand anymore. I couldn't sleep or anything. And then as she was trying to walk on my back, she kind of slipped. Mm. And she popped out one of my ribs. <laughs> then I, now I'm in pain. I'm in more pain than I was. And I'm miserable. I'm limping around. I'm trying to lay on the bed and I can't take a breath. And fucking, it hurt. It hurt bad. So finally, I was like, I'm going to try and get through tonight because mm-hmm. it was Saturday night and we podcast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I can hold out till Roman gets here tomorrow. He can fix this shit and I'll be okay. I just gotta, I'll just be in pain for a little bit. So I went to my phone and I checked my messages because I was gonna message him and ask him how early he could get here today mm-hmm. so we could take care of this shit. <clears throat> so when I get to my messages, I look and I had missed a message from Roman saying, We're gonna have to postpone mm-hmm. the podcast because I'm going to California and I, my heart sank. <laughs> and I literally said out loud, I'm fucked. <laughs> so then I flopped around in bed for another 10, 15 minutes. And then I said, I wonder if he's left yet. So I called him on the phone. And what did you say? Because I called you on the phone. I was like, oh, shit, it must be something. Because so me and Jasper always correspond through Facebook Messenger. And and I think the reason that that is because it's easy. It's right. you know, quick and easy. And I can tell if you've seen it or not. Exactly. Yeah. So... That and one of us are probably, if not both of us, were probably on at the same time. Yeah. So it's just always easier to do that. So I was like, oh, shit. Mind you, this is like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 1230. <laughs> so he calls me and he's like, hey. like, And I can tell just by his voice he's fucked up. So just a little quick you know, backstory. I've, I've been a massage therapist for the last 10 years. So I graduated in 2010. And um, since probably since I've known Jasper, yep. you know, I've like cracked his back always. So... So I was like, have you left for Cali yet? You're like, no, we're leaving in the morning. I'm like, where are you at right now? <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's definitely trying to, you know, fill out what's going on. He's like, yeah. man, he's like, if you were at the shop, because I'm usually at the shop. He's like, if you were at the shop, I would come to the shop right now. I'm like, look, just so happens I fucking took a nap at like 8 o'clock and I just woke up. So you have the you know best timing ever. Nice. So. Me and him uh, both, we rendezvoused at the shop. Oh, my God. And um, I adjusted him. I got my rib popped back. And, oh, my God. It hurt so bad. Like, it hurt having it, like, out, but getting it put back in. And you even said to me, like, when you were about to do it, you're like, you ready? This is going to hurt. I'm like, I know. And when I went to lay on the floor, it, it was excruciating. Right. I couldn't lie. I was like, oh. So then he had to, like, work it back into place, and he popped it back in. I had to say, I'm sore as shit right now. Yeah. Like, my ribs are sore, mm-hmm. and then he worked my shoulder out. Mm-hmm. But my shoulder is sore as shit too because of muscles and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, he like bore his elbow down into the muscle, and like, yeah. So, 
my whole right side of my body is fucked right now, but I feel so much better and I can move and I can write. And mm-hmm. I was trying to take notes on the movie last night and I couldn't because my hand wouldn't hold the pen. Damn. I was like, Ugh. so yeah. And I just want to tell you the list of people that I would call at 1230 in the morning because I needed something. Mm hmm. Less than the fingers on one hand. <laughs> so I just want to let you know, I appreciate your ass. For sure. And you're fucking amazing. For sure. And then he texted me today, and I was kind of moping around today and kind of down. And Roman messaged me and was like, hey, I didn't go to Cali. You want a podcast? And I was like, fuck yes. So that made my whole night. Damn I just right. want to let you know that. Hell you yes. made my whole night. Thank you. For shizzle. I'm, you so know, no. I'm always uh, delighted. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? The podcast that is... It's one of those things. It is a, a decompressing moment for me, regardless of what is going on in my life. It allows me to, you know, delve into escapism a little more right. outside of the movie, even though we're going back into the movie. Yep. <laughs> so that Tony, Tony, Tony song. Oh, yes. That, yes. that goes back. Oh, yeah. That shit is nice. The intro to this was interesting because I hadn't seen the movie when I made the intro. Gotcha. Usually I have ideas in my head all week because I know the movies that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as familiar with this movie. Neither I was I. I just knew it was about football. Right. So I did the intro. I did. And then I was thinking, what do I want to use for music? And I'm like, I kind of looked at the soundtrack and I found Prince on there. But I was like, there's not really much else. And mm-hmm. I don't want to use that corny Friday Night Football song. <laughs> Friday Night Football! I, I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Right? And um, so I was like, well, it was 1991. Mm-hmm. Let me think back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. Because I love that song. Yo, Tony, Tony, Tony. And straight up, straight up, that song. <laughs> there's there's a story behind it. I don't know if I'm going to share the story. Because mm-hmm. it's almost too much even for this podcast. Oh, but. shit. There's a stripper involved in that story. Is that yeah. Halle Berry? No, no. <laughs> she was uh, she was brown though. Okay, was, yeah. okay, okay. A little darker than Halle Berry. Okay, but okay. yeah, said a black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. That's yeah. what I've heard. Mm-hmm. That's what Tupac said. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Tupac care. Don't nobody else care. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just to just yeah, I just want yeah. There's a there's a stripper story behind that that mm-hmm. I'll tell you off mic, da- but I don't really want to talk about it on the podcast. Damn right, that's what so, I, that, look. That's all I wanted to hear. That, yeah, that out of there. That out of there. Hey, love that song though. <laughs> yeah. It's got a nice groove to it. Hell yes. But you are listening to the Seven Hundred Tapes podcast. We are an all VHS, all the time review podcast. No Blu-ray here. No DVD. No Laserdisc. No direct downloads. No direct streaming. No Hoodoo. No voodoo, no Hulu, Madulu, <laughs> Facebook, whatever you want to see. You know, whatever you use out there in the interwebs. All VHS from our location in the outlands of Arizona where we are prepping up for the holidays. We got a good uh, Thanksgiving episode coming for you next time. I got some cool things going on for it that I think you guys are going to like. Nice. But today. 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 Mm-hmm. We are doing The Last Boy Scout, starring Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Homie don't play that. Homie don't play that. I really wanted to put some homie in that intro, (laughs) but I honestly, I could not separate because I liked them all so much. I watched like Homie the Clown clips for like an hour and laughed my ass off, and I'm like, they're all too good. Like, I can't just pick one. It was so funny. Oh, shit. 
Homie don't play that. Homie don't. If you guys didn't know, Damon Wayans, there was a show called In Living Color. You older guys will remember that. In Living Color. Some of you young bucks won't remember that. But Mm -hmm. uh, In Living Color was awesome. It was the Wayans brothers, all 35 of them. All 35 of them. And uh, Damon Wayans played a character called Homie the Clown. Mm -hmm. And he was part of his prison release program. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) So then, uh, oh, the one, they're at a carnival. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jim, because Jim Carrey got a start on that show also. Oh, his, his actual name is James Carey. James Carey. <laughs> you walk on the moon, float like a balloon. You say it's never too late and it's never too soon. Take it from me, it's fine to be a living color. <laughs> that was Heavy D and the Boys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hell for yeah. For sure. Uh, Overweight J- Love is in the house. J-Lo was a fly girl. Yeah, she was. J-Lo, mm-hmm. too. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Jim Carrey comes up. Dressed like a cowboy at the fair, at the carnival. Mm-hmm. And he's got a really large girlfriend. He goes, hey there, Mr. Clown. How about you guess my wife's weight? He goes, okay, that'll be $1. And he takes his dollar. He goes, let me see. Uh, she's about one fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, shit. Oh, man. But anyway. <laughs> Homie don't play that. Homie don't play that. And that was always his tagline. Yeah. Didn't Go he have a sock? And- yeah, he had the sock with like the, the quarters in yep. it, mm-hmm. hitting him over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Some prison shit, if you didn't know, right? Because he don't play that. He don't play that. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what that is, look it up on YouTube. It's freaking hilarious, and right. we could all use some laughs. Damn right. Anyway, yeah, this movie it's great because uh, neither one of us, like you said, were very familiar with it. Yeah, going in. I had no idea before I started looking it up that Halle Berry was in it, as well as Danielle Harris from the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Just working? To be honest, just working. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any glaring things that pop up? No, just work. I'm working my way through the Star Wars movies with my kids. Time out. First trilogy? Both. So everything, one through nine. No, I don't think we're gonna last to watch the last three. I can't. I don't think my heart can take it. They're not that bad. It's bad enough. Okay, we watched the original trilogy already so far. Gotcha. We watched Star Wars: Empire and Jedi, which mm-hmm. was cool. Hell yes. Even though it's it's they're Blu-rays. Um, I just, I got them on Blu-ray. I got the first trilogy and the second trilogy on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And um, are they edited? Yeah, they they got all the extra shit in it that Ugh. they put in, and I was like, God, God damn it! That's why I have them Han down there. first. Yeah, that's why I have them <laughs> down there on VHS because if I want to watch the pure trilogy, mm-hmm. I can watch it on VHS because that's why you can trust VHS. Damn right. Hell yeah. Damn right. Anyway, so yeah, so now we're at the Phantom Menace. Okay. We haven't watched it yet, so we're going into the the prequel trilogy. Uh, Qui Gon. <coughs> Qui Gon Jinn and Darth Maul and Jar Jar Binks. So, Qui Gon, you know, like that whole fight scene is badass. Oh yeah, there was there were some good things about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The For pod sure. racing was kind of dope. Yeah, I liked yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, most most people say Jar Jar Binks is yes, we just in troubles is the the epitome of ill. Look this up though. There's also a, a fan theory that Jar Jar Binks was As a Sith Lord, the Sith over everything. Mm-hmm. And if you look at what they're talking about, it makes total sense. It does. I don't want to talk too much about it because yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I'm doing it more for my kids because they're like, I never saw the original trilogy, but 
my daughter Orchid, like Revenge of the Sith is like her favorite movie of all time. So, Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know, I did all I could. You like looked like there's only one return. And, and it's of the Jedi. It's of the Jedi. Fuck you, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great because we were making jokes through the whole thing, you know, because mm. we, you know, we're all into memes and stuff. But, right. Um. When uh, in the first movie where uh, Luke was telling Obi-Wan, he's like, you knew my father? He's like, knew him? Chopped off his legs, left him for dead next to a lava pit. (laughs) (laughs) I maimed him. Right. right. (laughs) Fucked him up good and proper. (laughs) Didn't even have the the courage to kill him. Put him out of his misery. I had him talking like a black guy afterwards. (laughs) None of this shit would have happened if I had just killed him. (laughs) Then at the end, uh, at the end of Jedi, when everybody's showing everybody celebrating, mm-hmm. I was like, you know which planet wasn't celebrating? Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. And of course, I had to do the whole um, Chewbacca defense when they were on Endor. Now, why would a seven-foot Wookiee want to live on a planet full of three-foot Ewoks? It does not make sense. Therefore, my client cannot be guilty. <laughs> Johnny Cochran, the Chewbacca defense from oh, South Park. shit. So funny. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been watching a lot of uh, Star Wars. Nice. Um, I liked uh, Rogue One. That shit was badass. I need to watch it again because I fell asleep and I slept through it. Um, I did not like uh, fucking, what's his name? Han Solo. I did not like Solo. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Yeah. Because I'm such a fan of Han Solo. Like, I've read the books, mm-hmm. the Han Solo books and all that. Uh, canon, non-canon, are they? What, well, they, they were. Okay, so the Star Wars books were canon. Gotcha. Until the new movies came out, and now they're not canon anymore because the movies fucked them all up. Gotcha. But there was a very specific when you, because there's a lot of Star Wars novels. Mm-hmm. You really had, like, when you were selected to write one of these. Mm-hmm. You had to follow the canon. You weren't allowed to go outside the fucking, you know. Gotcha. So there's a lot of good stories in between each movie, between mm-hmm. Star Wars and Empire, between Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then even after Jedi, when you get into, first of all, Luke and, I mean, uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia had a daughter, not a son. She was a Sith Lord. Oh, but it shit. wasn't the freaky guy from the movies. The fucking weird looking. Kylo like, Ren. Kylo Ren. Rilo Ken, whatever his fucking name was. Anyway. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the the last three movies. He's, I barely tolerated the sequel trilogy. He's bitchy the whole time. It's my God. Like, ugh. Be, I don't know. He is so millennial. It I haven't even stupid. watched. Is the last one Rise of Skywalker? Is that the last one uh, they did? I think so. That one's pretty cool. I haven't watched it. I don't know that I will because I just can't. Gotcha. The, what was the one before that? The Last Jedi? I think so. Was that the last one? I don't. Look, I, Whatever I the one before that. Rise of Skywalker, the last one they did before that. Mm-hmm. Absolute fucking garbage. That's how I feel about Solo. Fucking garbage. Like, they're they're hinting at the fucking uh, what is the what is the race that he did or whatever that Han Solo's always talking oh, about. Oh yeah, he did it in three, three parsecs. parsecs. The yeah. Kessel Run. There you go. Yeah, they 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 allude to that shit the whole fucking movie. Oh my god, it is blah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, it was cool though because when we were watching the original trilogy, mm-hmm. I was pointing out to Deacon. I had that guy. I had that guy. The action figures I had when I was a kid. I had that guy. Oh, the Kenners. I had that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had that Gamorrean guard. Oh, I had shit. the Hoth Han Solo with the parka on. Um, and I always point out, like, I always wanted that dude, but I never got him. Oh, shit. He then was... I was like, 
when they showed the Emperor, I was like, yeah, to get Emperor Palpatine, you had to save up your proofs of purchases from your packages Damn. of Star Wars figures. You had to save a bunch of those up and then mail it in, and they would mail the Emperor Palpatine to you. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I never got one, though. Damn. That, but I had the Jedi Knight. Wasn't that diligent? Right. No, I didn't have that many. Oh. All my Star Wars figures came from Parkinson's Swap. I never got new toys. Oh. Like, I always bought them myself. Gotcha. But I had the Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker in all black from oh, Jedi. And it was shit. fucking cool. With the black hand? Yep. <laughs> Do you yeah. think so? Never mind. That was going to be very inappropriate. Oh, my God. Very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Oh, Princess Leia. She's my sister. Oh, God. I've done things. <laughs> I'm your sister. I'm your sister. Right. I'm your sister. He's like, oh, no. Fucking Joe Dirt. Joe Stop Dutte. making out with your sister. <laughs> I'm your cousin. I'm your cousin. <laughs> My brother, my sister cousin. I fucking love Joe Dirt. I've never seen it. Joe Dirte. Never seen it. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. That's one of the movies. Wamburger. Everybody has those movies. Wamburger and French Cries. Everybody has those movies when you say you haven't seen it. Everybody goes, what? Say what? But you know what? At least it's not Pulp Fiction. Or Fridays. Just saying. You've seen all three of them of them. Hell yeah, yeah, several times. Woo woo. F-O. I'm just saying, if you haven't Sachi. seen Pulp Fiction, you ain't shit. F-O. No, fight me. Sachi. Right. <laughs> I was thinking about that whole speech he gave him in the first Friday about man. He said deals with these his fists. Oh, I thought you was about to say about the dog. He's like, oh, don't bite me, Mister Dog. He said, I grabbed the dog. I, I grabbed him. I choked the shit out of him. <laughs> no, I was bang, 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 when he was talking about the being a man, all day. about being a man and putting up your fists. <laughs> Because we were talking a little bit before we got on the mics about fights. Machismo. Talking shit. Yeah. Shit like that. But I was thinking but about that. But you live, son. Right. You live. Right. And sometimes, you know, you take an ass whooping. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't. Damn right. 50-50 shot. You might win. You might not. Mm -hmm. But you live, son. But don't ever. R.I.P. R.I.P. to my guy. Mr. Witherspoon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Pops. Indeed. He got coordinate. Boy, <laughs> it was like you didn't fall in no mud. <laughs> Step in no mud. <laughs> it's also a big black fucking dog. <laughs> that motherfucker was big. He's like, like that one. Right. He said, no, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> yes. I think I do. We need to cover that movie. That might be a good uh, Yo, February movie. Crazy thing is, like, I remember, like, the first time I watched that movie, that shit scared me. That's a badass movie. That shit scared yeah. me. Eddie Murphy was, dude. Look. He was fucking cold in yeah, that movie. Yeah, I liked it. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> Hell. So, it, it's yeah. funny. So, this movie right here. Um, so, my dad, he's always had fucking VHS tapes. Right. Like, if I'm not mistaken, he probably had a hundred of them in, in different boxes. Yep. And if we wanted to watch a movie, we'd go find where the boxes are. Nice. And, you know, click through them. And this is one of the movies I can never say that I ever watched from right. front to back. I haven't either. Ever. I can, I can, the one part that I do remember is at the end when Damon Wayans is on the horse and he throws the football. Yeah. That is the only thing that I could even think of when it came right. to this movie. But I knew that it was a badass movie. Yeah. My brother, my brother who's no longer with us, mm -hmm. loved this movie. Badass. He always like ran in the raves like, I don't know why Damon Wayans doesn't do more action movies. Mm -hmm. So these comedies. He's good in action movies. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But it's yeah. one of those, to be honest, he's 
He's the same person in every fucking movie. Right, he's Damian Williams. I'm like, to be honest, same thing with fucking Bruce Willis. Right. He's, you know, there. He was a badass in this movie. Yeah. Fucking fun. I love the running joke of jokes mm-hmm. in the movie. It, it, it is a, a constant, you know. Right. But I, it's a well-balanced fucking movie. I liked it. Yeah. I was I was very entertained today watching it. It was I. It was I. It was I. In fact, since we're talking about the movie, let's go ahead and do this little thing we call... The, the Tale of, of the, the Tape. In which I read the back of the VHS tape, which I did not proofread before this, so this ought to be interesting. A guilty pleasure by any standard, most entertaining. That was from Entertainment Weekly. The Last Boy Scout is the Super Bowl of action movies. A flat-out blitz of excitement, blow-you-away special effects, and hilarious give-me-five humor set against the world of pro football. Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans star as a seedy detective and a disgraced quarterback teaming to dodge ambushes, fire off one-liners, and bust chops. When the going gets tough, they get tougher and funnier. They came to play and to settle a score in this raging fireball where bigger is better, hits are harder, and bad guys end up deader. Sending in plays from the sidelines are guys with experience. Screenwriter Shane Black, Lethal Weapon, producer Joel Silver, the diehard Lethal Weapon films, and director Tony Scott, Top Gun, along with Willis and Wayans, they ensure The Last Boy Scout isn't like other films. Be prepared. I'm just gonna it. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say that was probably the best fucking like synopsis. It was pretty cool. That it was I've, long too. That I've heard. Right? Like seriously, like as you're reading it, I'm like So bravo to the guy that put that together. Yeah, whoever fucking looked like they had everything, you know, everything was applicable. Right. And it was it was where it needed to be. You know, they use, you know, certain words correctly. They were like it's a blitz of good time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, that was nice. Yeah. Shout out to that fucking guy. Or, yeah. or, or gal, you know. And we had the Charmed. It was like, Charmed is a movie. That Here look, it is. That was, <laughs> that was a pretty good... Or Charmed, The Craft, I meant. Yeah, I, look, I was The like, Craft is a movie <laughs> with people in it that do things. Girls. And girls. And Feruza Balk's nipples. That's it. That's all. Three out of four stars. I was like, damn. So that, so to go from that to that, oh, yeah, night right, and day. Right, that was cool. Night and fucking day. Cool. I like it. Hell yes. So it's funny. Um, we'll get into some trivia here. Trivia kind of made me a little sad. Damn. Son. Everybody that worked on this movie hated it. Damn. Except Daniel Harris. <laughs> damn. So this movie uh, came out December ter- 13th. <laughs> Flirt. Flirt. <laughs> a dunk of truth. Yeah. <laughs> McCringle. <laughs> this came out on December 13th, 1991. Mm. I was uh, in high school when this movie came out. Bruce, starring Bruce Willis, Damon Wayans, Chelsea Field, who I kept looking at and going, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? It's the chick that plays his wife. Mm-hmm. She was uh, Virginia Slim from Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh. And I was like, she looks familiar, she looks familiar, and then I finally figured it out. Um, Danielle Harris, who we know from Halloween 4 and 5, also the Rob Zombie remake Halloween, she's in those two. Nice. 
Halle Berry, that was a surprise. I didn't know. I wasn't expecting to see Halle Berry in this movie until I started watching it. What was she, 20 years old in this movie? Holy crap, she was young. And uh, Kim Coates, who we talked about, he was the guy that gets his nose broken and dies. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys know Kim Coates uh, from Sons of Anarchy. Mm -hmm. What was his name? Uh, You said it when we talked about it. Fuck, fuck, He was the sergeant at arms, dude. Oh, uh, you're going to click on him now because it's going to bother the shit out of right. me. Right. But as soon as I seen him, I was like, man, what the fuck is he from? Yeah, I was what thinking that too because he, he was from? hella young mm-hmm. in this. And it was uh, where Sons of Anarchy at. You guys probably know his name. You guys that are into it are like, oh my God, his name was totally It's not this far down, is it? What the hell? And he's definitely in Resident Evil. Yes, he was in Resident Evil also. Fuck, what is his name, though? Um, I gotta look right Sons there. of Anarchy. Tig, Tig, that's Damn, it. Damn, I couldn't think of it. Yep. Yes, Tig. Yes. But yes, he's in fucking uh, Resident Evil as well. Yep, and Battlefield Earth. Ugh. Stupid humans. Razzy. How many Razzies did that get? Oh, God. Probably yeah, they, off the charts. They said that movie was terrible. Right. And then, oh, uh, Dick Butkus is in this movie, and the other as, guy, as, uh, Dick as himself, was the other guy announcer name, I can't remember, but they were playing themselves, I thought that was kind of cool. Damn, Halle looked good in this movie. For sure. I'm not really big on Halle Berry, mm-hmm. but she, I can't even like, look, fuck around she, in this movie, she looked good. Grrr, wow. Grrr. She, was, she was really young, that's crazy. And then we had a stripper Halle Berry, mm-hmm. and no boobs. No boobs. God damn it. Damn right. Got away from Monsters Ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a whole, you know, fucking 15, 20 years later. Right? But everybody hated this movie? Uh, the people that worked on it, well, when we get into the trivia, I'll, I'll talk more about it. But um, the budget for this movie was $29 million, And opening weekend, it only grossed $7 million. Its whole gross uh, in the USA and worldwide was $59 million. So, dude, this flopped on opening weekend. Nobody cared. Holy crap. Right. Um, man, I really... What I, else was... so? I was about to say, I wonder what this was it? up against. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to check that other than... I mean, we could see what else came out that year. Just just 91, you know, movies, uh, you know, December 91. Let's take a gander. By, you know, by this time, I was six months old. Are you serious? I'm born in May. So June, July, August, September, Dang. October, seven months. Terminator oh, here's 2. why. <laughs> Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That was summer. That came out in the summer. Shit. Beauty and the Beast had just come out. Hook. That's Hook. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, this movie, yeah, it was, this movie was, it didn't have much of a chance. No, nah, it was against fucking juggernauts. Right. Juggernaut, bitch. I'm the, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Wow, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I took a girl on a date to see that movie. That's Kevin Costner. Yep. I can't remember what I was clicking before that. Uh, it wasn't this, but oh well. Oh, Silence of the Lambs came out that year. JFK. Damn. Cape Fear. The Adams Family. City Slickers. Hot Shots. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Though I took a girl to see that movie. I remember. And then uh, Beauty and the Beast came look out. How, that look year. how many. Look. God damn. Blockbusters. Dude, Terminator 2 grossed $519 million. Million. Dude, Robin and Prince of Thieves did $390. And everybody talks shit about that movie and how bad it was, but it did $390 million. 
Dude, Beauty and the Beast at 346. Hook did 300. Science of the Lambs, 272. Good Lord. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, yeah. So if you go down, look, 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 look. So Silence of the Lambs, February. Terminator 2, July. Third, keep going down. So scrolling right there. Yeah, keep going. So October. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I don't know. I do remember that, oh man, that Christmas season. The, the year this movie came out. Huh. I think... Uh, I gave a girl a promise ring that year. Oh, shit. The same girl I took to see Robin and Prince of Thieves. Oh, shit. Because that was our song, the Brian Adams song from that movie. <laughs> Everything I do, oh, I do it for you. But I bought her a ring, and I wrapped it in a little ring box, and mm-hmm. I put a bigger box, and a bigger box, and a bigger box. So there were like six boxes total mm-hmm. that she had to keep opening, and there was another box inside. Get all the way down to the ring. It was pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. And you broke it off for the next summer. No. Last Christmas I gave It was up. by, uh, <laughs> I think it was by uh, February. Oh, shit. Because the Super Bowl was late that year, I think, because of the Gulf War. So you didn't want to give her a Valentine's present, so you were like, fuck it. It was before Valentine's. It was the end of January, beginning of February, because yeah. it was Super Bowl Sunday. I'll never forget. Player, player, yeah, player, sucky. player, player. Oh, you a player. You were like, <laughs> whatever. I already got you something for Christmas. That girl broke my heart. Player, player, I ain't going to do it again. Right? Mm-mm. Girl broke my heart. Mm-mm. How come we got to get them all the stuff? You know what they give us? Same mm. thing they gave us last week. Nothing. No. A hard time. Same thing. It's between their left and right thigh. Oh my God! They just always try to package it up different. Right. But Nothing. I gotta, I gotta spend umpteen amounts of money. Right. To get the same gift. Ain't this a bitch? You just gotta. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it was incredibly filthy. Oh yeah, it's always, it's yeah. always bad. That if, is. If your right leg was Christmas and hey. your left leg was New Year's, I come see you between the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So anyway, eight million first week. Jeez, the word "fuck" is used in this movie a hundred and two times. Well, damn. <laughs> Let me go back to the top here. Damn. Um, fuck. I mean, I, I should say fuck, huh? Fuck. Right? I say fuck two more times. That's forty six fucks in this fucked up rhyme. <laughs> the limp biscuit for your ass. Whoa. Um. Although they played buddies in the film, Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans hated working with each other. That made me sad. Yeah. But I could see they talked about, there's a long one I'm not going to read, but they talked about an overabundance of alpha males on the set, mm-hmm. which was a big problem. Tony Scott hated working with producer Joel Silver so much that he based his character Lee Donowitz, movie producer and cocaine user and dealer, in his next movie, True Romance, on Silver, and he made sure for him to look and act just like Silver. Damn. <laughs> so everybody hated each other on this set. Damn. And that's crazy. Cause, so True Romance is... The one that what's the name's not credited for Tarantino. Yep. And then you got to think Bruce Willis. So it's almost right. you know six degrees right. of separation. separation. Yeah. Composer Michael Kamen, the guy that did the music, hated this film Damn. when he first saw it. The only reason he provided the score was out of his personal friendships with Bruce Willis and Joel Silver. Damn. Um, the conversation between Joe and Jimmy about his six hundred and fifty dollars pants was taken from a deleted scene from Lethal Weapon. Murtaugh's daughter is wearing an expensive dress for a New Year's Eve party, and he asks, it doesn't have a little television in it, and she says no, and Murtaugh mutters, I'm very old. So that's cool. 
A lot of Lethal Weapon references in oh, this. Yeah, um, sure. His daughter's watching Lethal Weapon when he comes home. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, um, final collaboration between producer Joel Silver and actor Bruce Willis. The making of this film, as well as Die Hard 2 and Hudson Hawk, took a toll on their professional relationship. Coupled with Silver's ousting from Fox, this was why Silver was not involved in producing other Die Hard films. Damn. Shane Black and Tony Scott both said in later years how the original script was far better than the final film. <coughs> However, Daniel Harris, who played Bruce Willis's daughter, said in a 2018 interview, this is still one of her favorite roles. Because <laughs> she, she was fucking cousin on her dad the whole yeah, time. Yeah, she, she was. She got to whip out a gun. Yep. Shit. Mel Gibson was considered for the role of Jimmy Dix. Oh, shit. That that wouldn't have worked. No. Mel, Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis in the same? No. Look, that is alpha male. Alpha right? male for sure. Shit. Billy Cole's last words, ain't life a bitch, before committing suicide, were originally, I'm going to Disneyland, a common phrase among Super Bowl winners. That's fucked up. Right? That would have made that a lot darker than it already was. Damon Wayans trained with Los Angeles Raiders quarterback Vince Evans in preparation for his role as a former NFL quarterback. That means they did a lot of coke together. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Hallenbach is physically assaulted 12 times throughout the movie. Seven times hit in the face, three times hit on the back of the head, once tasered, and once stabbed. Dang, when is he stabbed? At the end when he's fighting the dude up in the lights. Oh, he he stabs him him in the leg. He does, because he he says, you know, I want to hear you scream one time. Right. You know, prior to. Yep. The paraphrased line of There Are No More Heroes in the World is also used in Lethal Weapon. Both movies are written by Shane Black. Jack Nicholson was first choice for the part of Joe Hallenbach. I don't see it. Neither do I. I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I could see fuck. him I could see him being the fucking the the, uh, the, the owner. owner of the mm-hmm. Yeah, totally I could see that too. For sure. Now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> The word, or I said the word fuck was used a hundred times. There's a 27 body count, body count of 27 in this movie. Nice. Tony Scott wanted Grace Jones to play the part of Corey, but the producers opposed the idea, and Halle Berry was cast instead. Thank you, God, Jesus, and heaven. Right, right. Grace Jones is too old at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I will admit I have been to strip places that have had old strippers like that in it, but nobody likes them. <laughs> Joe mentions reindeer goat cheese pizza, which Willis also mentions in Hudson Hawk. Never seen Hudson Hawk. I haven't either. You know what's badass though is Last Man Standing. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. And I have that one on VHS too. Nice. Damn, we should do a Bruce Willis launched every Damn. all month. Bruce Willis all month. Just Damn. Kidding. A scene from Lethal Weapon is playing on television. Damon Wayans would later play Roger Murtock on the television series Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Full circle. They brought it around town. Around town. Joe's tan car is a 1971 Buick Boat Tail Riviera. Mm-hmm. Buick you can, Riviera. You could tell by the back end it was a Riviera. Yep. I made a comment later on in the movie on the notes that um, at one point Damon Wayans is driving a Pontiac Sunbird LE. Mm-hmm. I owned a Sunbird SE oh, at one time. Shit. And I liked it. I thought it was fancy because the headlights flipped up. Oh. <coughs> yeah, I was in the money, man. I see. Right. Uh, the football scene at the end of the movie was filmed during the 1990 Holiday Bowl between the BYU Cougars and Texas A&M Aggies. Hmm. Huh. 
The line, show your ace, was also used in the Monster Squad, which is co-written by Shane Black. Dang, Interesting. So reusing, you know, lines and right? stuff, huh? The gun Joe takes from the alley pimp is a Desert Eagle three fifty seven Magnum. It's a fucking hand cannon, man. Yeah. Damn. Yo, that whole scene was funny. Right? Dude had a big-ass mouth, too. I know. Oh. Oh. I was surprised we never saw him again. He died. Did he die? He slumped his ass in the alley. I know, but he was like, you're a bastard. <laughs> Remember, he was still talking when he left. I thought for sure he was going to see him again later on. Like, all bandaged up or something. Like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number of times a character is struck by another character, 31. Nine being applied to Joe Allenback. <laughs> Kim Coates' character is killed by Bruce Willis. Willis would end up killing Coates' character again in Hostage in 2005. I've never seen Hostage. Yeah, neither have I. In the opening football scene, the name of two of the football players' jerseys are Josephson and Coates. Barry Josephson produced the movie, and Kim Coates plays Chet in the movie. This is one of the two films directed by Tony Scott with a sports theme, plus a white actor and a black actor who shared top billing. The other was The Fan in 1996. Which I've also never seen. I've never seen it either. I don't even know who's in that. It's the, I think that's that swim movie. No, that was called Swim Fan. Okay. And it was awful. Oh, it was Wesley Snipes. And, and De Niro. Oh. oh, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't this seen is, Have you I've, seen I've it? I've seen it. Yeah, this is where De Niro's like fucking a loon. Damn, I'm going to have to check that out. Because he's like, he, he wants uh, uh, Wesley to like sign his ball and shit like that. Like... He goes like nuts. Oh, he's a crazy fan. Yeah, Holy shit. He goes nuts. Like he like he's a fucking fan fan. Damn. Yeah. Fan. <laughs> yeah, Swim Fan was terrible. Yeah, it was. What what fucking guy was in that movie? What was, was it the, um Was he from Felicity? No. He was on one of those fucking I don't WB remember. shows. Yeah. If not, oh well. A shot from the ending of The Last Boy Scout stood in as a shot from Die Hard in Season 2, Episode 4 of the TV series Love. I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. But look, this is, remember I was saying this? Corey says to Jimmy that if she were a cat, she'd purr. Halle Berry later starred in Catwoman in 2004, which we do not speak of because that movie was also trash. <laughs> God. <laughs> God damn it. I just get angry thinking about that movie. Like, damn, that movie was terrible. She looked good as fuck in it, though. Yeah, Ooh. I didn't like the suit Grrr. either. Like, oh, my God. Grrr. Oh, well. It wasn't perfect. Right. But Joe Hallenbach's office was filmed 350 feet away from the house and charmed. That's damn. cool. Damn. Yeah, we, our last episode was a craft. Right? Look All at this shit. Six degrees. Boy, <clears> I tell <throat> you. I fucking tell you. Right. Uh, Sheldon Marconi, Noble Willingham... Drives a BMW 75. What? Oh. Damon Wayne's character in the end jokingly quips Arnold Schwarzenegger's trademark, I'll be back. Willis will later on go to go go on to star co-star with Arnold in The Expendables. Bruce Willis's character also mentions hitting an opponent in the face with a surfboard. This was the same slapstick death in Lethal Weapon 2. Damn. Oh, nice. All right. I thought that was Willis's jab at Arnold when he's like, I'll be back. It's not better than that. Right. <laughs> Joe Hallenbach tells Jimmy Dix, I knocked out two of his teeth. Talking about Senator Baynard. His character's wife said the same thing in Die Hard 2. He said four of his teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's funny how they're all kind of interconnected. With so the uh, Baynard 
He's in fucking what's the what's the the baseball movie with Wesley Snipes and Charlie Sheen that they're Indians. Oh, Hot Shot? No, uh, no, not Hot. I thought that was the first one I thought um, of, too. The um, League of Their um, Own? Nope, that's no. the girl movie. It's uh, Major League. There we go. Major League. There we go. Yes. So he's the he's the 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 fucking pitcher. You're right. I totally forgot about that. Oh my god, that movie. Look, that movie's badass. It is. The first one. The second one is Same terrible. One, yeah. Same thing with Hot Shots. I watched the Hot second Shots one. Hot Shots Part Two is not so good. I watched the second one recently and was like, "Ugh." So Wesley right. Snipes is is recasted with Omar Epps. Mm-hmm. So Charlie Sheen actually came back for oh, wow. Part Two, and I was like, "This movie is ass. This Stupid. movie is terrible." And you see all the familiar faces, but that movie you couldn't fucking save it. Terrible. Cool. Let's go ahead and check out the trailer for this movie. People who look for reliability in VCR look for Hitachi. Look at the difference in Hitachi's warranty. A full 24 months on parts at no extra cost. Double the competition. And inside, the heart of Hitachi's Luminar video is precision engineered of extra durable space age materials. Better engineered, best warranty. That's the Hitachi Touch. Available at most video stations. The video station, your number one home video special. The video stick with over 60 convenient Ontario locations. I leave anything on your front lawn, under your porch, on the side of the highway where you can store all that stuff my way down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Storage. Now, I know y'all got stuff at your house that you don't need no more, you don't want. You know you ain't gonna use that printer. Why keep it all around your house? Bring it down here to my house. You ain't the deuce of hazard. You know you gonna use that ugly yellow luggage. You don't need all this crap. What you gonna do with this? This is not what it. In my yard, I don't care. I'll store this motorcycle in that van for you for $10.99 a month. You got old tires, they charge you $3 for that old tire. You can rent a truck, you can store a car, they don't care, bring it on down here. You ain't got to put that old tire for $3 for less than a hell. For you, for $3, they gonna charge you, I do it down here for a buck fifty down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Storage Facility. Now friends, you may ask yourself, how in the hell can he stow this stuff for such a cheap price? This in a box, mark it for you, put it away, seal it. The fact of the matter is, I'm pretty drunk right now, and store it. And this is a drunk discount sale down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Facility. You got an elephant, I got space. Send me smoke signals. You got weed, and I'll store anything you want. Go ahead and give me a call or find me on them internets at www.jonesbigasstruckrentalandstorage.com That's J-O-N-E-S Big Ass Truck Rentals and Storage.com This is a bus. Do you know how big a bus is? a private detective who's run out of luck. If you touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> two for two. Told you. Jimmy Dix. I like bricks. Is an ex-quarterback who was thrown out of football. Another tragic tale of wasted youth. You're nobody. Shh. Don't tell anyone. 
They were trying to clean up their acts. You reckon I'll dust when they got dragged into the dirty world of sports corruption. So you're gonna bribe some senators to legalize again. Legalize. Sports gambling. Now. Son, we're going to a ball game. They've got one shot. What am I gonna do? Point at the bad guys and shoot! To get the goods. Ah! On the bad guys. This once, I would like to hear you scream. Play some rap music. Out of ideas, man. Take your best shot. If they don't kill each other first. That was a bomb. That had a hell of a factory recall. Bruce Willis. Damon Williams. The last Boy Scout. Danger's my middle name. Mine's Cornelius. Tell anybody I kill you. I kill you. <laughs> Every time I hear that trailer, I always think of you crazy Jesus. You're crazy. The Passion of the Christ too. <laughs> the funny the funniest part of that whole trailer was You wanna hear me scream? Play some Play rap some music. music. That's so funny. <laughs> he says that again in the bar. He's like, That's all you people playing here? Like I hate this funky shit. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, the last Boy Scout on this VHS, the only thing I got preview-wise was an ad for the Century Collection from Warner Brothers and somebody else. But it was a, a list of movies you could get special releasing of. In the Century Collection, it was The Road Warrior, Lethal Weapon, The Negotiator, A Perfect Murder, Blade... The Avengers, that movie with, uh, what's her face, uh, god damn it, what's her face, right, Pulp Fiction? Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman, thank you, god. There was a remake of a 60s spy series that I really liked, and it was trash, but I might actually watch it again and give it another chance. Sean Connery's in that fucking movie. Damn. The Avengers, crazy. I went and saw it in the theater, and I was really disappointed. I might watch it again just, just for shits and giggles. Uh, the Eraser, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Executive Decision, um, Young Guns 2, and that was basically it. So those are like the Century Collection you could get from wherever. The one that, you know, the, the couple that sta- you know stand out the most besides Eraser, Young Guns 2, The Negotiator. That's yep. like a fucking movie. Right. It's funny because we were watching The Incredibles the other day and I'd forgotten that Samuel L. Jackson did the voice of Frozone. Where's my super suit? Where's my super suit? Honey, where's my super suit? Sick of these motherfucking villains in this motherfucking city. (laughs) I need my motherfucking super suit. Because I need it. (laughs) Good old Frozone. Tony Rocky Horror's out there Hmm. falling through shit. Better kill me. (laughs) (laughs) So we start out with uh, the sports music. It's almost like da 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 and uh, so it starts showing some some credits, and then the football uh, that horrendous song. Yeah, Friday night football, and the dude's like in front of a big American flag with like cheerleaders behind him. This was all a take on Hank Jr. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for some football? A Monday night party. <laughs> I was just like, ugh. 
And I kept thinking that guy was actually somebody, but I can't think of who it was. And it didn't say it in the trivia. Yeah. So, I don't know. He sounded like somebody. Anyway. So, man, this is the rainy-ass football game I've ever seen in my life. And mm-hmm. it's at night. What I've never seen anything like this except in movies. Have you? Like, you probably watch. I don't really watch football that much, but you probably Not like that. Damn. They'd have called the game, right? Like, Yeah, I think. They like, playing on like, torrential rain at nighttime. Fucking just with all that rain, yeah. So it's uh, Cleveland versus L.A., which are like fake teams, obviously, but they mm-hmm. totally set this up to look like Monday Night Football. It's really funny. Right. With the two animated helmets knocking together and everything. So then they're in the locker room with the team, and they're, you know, coming out. I'm assuming they're coming out for the second half. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody tells Billy Cole he has a call in line three, and he gets on the phone, and they're like, you're not doing too good out there, Billy. You better, start, you better start, make some touchdowns. Start making touchdowns. I got a lot of money on this. If I lose money on this, it's your ass, blah, blah, blah. So he's freaking out. He's fucked. He's all fucked up and freaking out. So then... Um, Takes a sniff of some Coke or pops a pill. He pops a pill. He did pops all three, I think. <laughs> but then I was like, whoa, Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. <laughs> and uh, the other, I can't remember the other announcer's name, but they're actual football announcers. And they're... Call Shit, him, outside of dick, I yeah. couldn't tell you. You're all about the dick. Oh, the butt kiss. <laughs> all right, about the dick and the butt. <laughs> so then Billy's popping some pills, doing some coke, doing a little bump here, a little bump there. Here a bump. Want a bump? You want a bump? Here a bump, there a bump. Everywhere a bump, bump. bump. <laughs> so then uh, Billy's running for the touchdown himself. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's kind of, he's getting where he's going to get cut off. And he starts shooting motherfuckers. That's exactly what I wrote in my notes. He starts <laughs> shooting motherfuckers. And uh, I always, man, if football was really like this, I think it'd be more exciting. So he ran through like three people. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he was like, fuck it. Beretta, do your thing. Dude, if you could just pull a gun and start shooting motherfuckers on the way to the goal, shit. He shot. He, shot, he shoots a dude in the face. Yeah, he does. Shoots the other guy. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And then he shoots himself. He was tripping. Right? He would do he was fucked, he was up, fucked too. up. Look and he must have been in debt debt for right? sure. Yep. Goodness. So then he kills himself right in front of everybody and he says he does not say I'm going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But goddamn. That's borderline it would have been really dark to borderline it would have been really stupid. Not only that, but you can only imagine how much that cost. Yeah, right? Because that line would have had to be delivered perfectly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Disneyland. Remember that song? <laughs> anyway. So then we cut to what Bruce. What did he say? He says life's a bitch or something like that. Ain't life a bitch or something like that. He was like, deal Hughley. Ain't that a bitch? It's like, damn. So then we cut to Bruce Willis and he's sleeping in his car and there's kids fucking with him. Mm-hmm. And then they throw a dead squirrel on him and he doesn't wake up. So then they come back and they look again. They're like, fuck, he's not going to wake he's up. He's really fucked up. Take his wallet. So they go to get his hey, wallet. No, he- they go to get his watch. Oh, is it, was it a watch? He says, take his watch. Oh, I put wallet shit. So they were going to take it. And he jumps up and pulls a gun on him. And they're like, oh, my God. And he grabs the one kid. And he's, he's squ- going to shoot him. The, the kid squeals. Yeah, it's it fucking hilarious. Ah! It's a little black bitch scream. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. So then he goes back into his office. And you find out like he's a PI. Mm-hmm. He's a private dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was really tossed because he literally had to walk five feet into a fucking door. Dude, and he, he yeah, fucked and up. He couldn't make on it. On the curb. He had to sleep in his car. <laughs> fucked up. I ain't going to lie. I've been there. I was like, damn, dude had to have been tossed. Right. So <laughs> when he gets in, he gets a phone call from his buddy. He's got a job for him. It's to protect a stripper who's got some creepy guy after her. 500 bucks. Yep, for 500 Look, if I was those kids, 
I'd have fucking put a hose in his car. Oh God! I thought that I thought that's what, what they were the gonna fuck? do. I'd have, look. I'd have, wait. Are you talking like a water hose? Yeah, water hose. So you're not talking about killing the guy, no, putting the hose from his exhaust in his. No, 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 I'm talking about like a water hose. Oh my God, that's funny. I'd have put a water hose in his shit. He'd have woke God up. Damn. Whoa! That's why you always in flooded. trouble when you were a kid. Flooded. Flooded. So you can tell Bruce Willis is really down and out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really want to take that job, but he takes it. Because it's 500 bucks. And then the guy tells him, because it's important later, he goes, she's a three-finger job. I'd cut three of my fingers off the fucker. Yeah. And that's totally not where I was going with it. I was thinking, that you can get three fingers oh, in there. That's uh, what I was thinking. Like, two in the pink, one in the stink? Is that what yeah, you're talking well, about? The shocker? That, yeah, the shocker. <laughs> or that, that was the only, but you could get three fingers in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, she's, you know, like hot dog really, in the hallway. Like, you really want, did, did that good thing, this three-finger job? Like, he was like, I, look, the funny thing is I was watching it and I was like. <laughs> right, yeah. The, held up, look, just my pinky and my right. and my ring finger. There you go. Like, damn, those three fingers would be gone. Right. Shit. Or like, I was looking like, which one? That's Would funny. I have like a sigh? You know what I'm saying? So I got a thumb, a middle finger, and a pinky. Like, which? You'd have to do the two thumbs and the two middles so you were constantly throwing up the horns. You're like, hell yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. Rock on. Forget Halle Berry now. (laughs) Halle Berry in this movie. Mm -hmm. Would you three fingers? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I was thinking if it wasn't this one, she she was hot as shit in the Flintstones. Like right. Oh my god. Oh goodness gracious. Those are some good looking kids. I need that. So uh he takes the job and when he gets in his car he's looking at himself in the rearview mirror Mm -hmm. and he's like, Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You're gonna lose. It's so weird. He's yeah. talking to himself that way. So now we cut to Damon Wayans, and he's smoking on the side of a bed, and there's like a naked chick laying in the bed, and then he gets up, and he goes, and he has a lot of pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he walks out of the house, and it's the morning, and they're still outside partying, mm-hmm. and there's a dude in the hot tub, and he's trying to force a chick to give him a blowjob in the hot tub, and he's holding her head underwater. And he's like, "What? What's up with the chick?" And he's like, "She ain't coming up till she gives me a blowjob." And he's like, "You're I gonna drown her. her." He's like, "I don't care." So then, he throws the football at the guy's face. Oh, and the, no, the guy goes, "What are you doing here anyway? This is a league party. You're not in the league anymore. You got kicked out." So Damon wins. Jimmy throws the football and hits him in the face with it. Best arm <laughs> in the league. Remember that. Best arm in the league, bitch. And then the girl comes up out of the water, and you get a little bit of side boob. Mm-hmm. He's helping her out. Mm-hmm. So um, now you know Damon got kicked out of the league, but you don't know why yet. Right. So then we're back to Bruce Willis, and he's at home, and he's just getting in, and his wife's there, and she's kind of bitching at him, and she's not happy. And then she's like, you were in Vegas. You know, what was going on? How much did you lose? He goes, I wasn't there to to gamble. I was skip tracing. And he's like, I only lost 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of it I spent on hookers and blow. So then she's like, we got a problem with uh, your daughter at school, and she's drawing a picture of Satan Claus, Satan Claus holding a severed head with blood everywhere. I thought that was pretty cool. Of course you did. And uh, that's kind of shit I'd be drawing. Mm-hmm. So this is cool. So then um, Bruce Willis. His, his P.I. shit kicks in. Yep. Um, he goes into the bathroom and the shower's all steamy mm-hmm. and he looks at the toilet seat, which is up. Up. Mm-hmm. So he comes walking back out and he looks under the bed and there's nothing there and he goes, who's the guy in the closet? And she's like, what? He goes, who's, you, you forget that I'm a detective. He goes, see, the shower's all steamed up like somebody was in it, but your hair is dry. 
and the toilet seat is up, which means there's a guy, there's been a guy in there, and since he's not under the bed, the only place you would have stashed him because I came home a day early is in the closet. Now, who's in the closet? She's like, no, I'm not opening that door. You need professional help, blah, blah. He goes, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to count to three, and I'm going to put a bullet in the closet. So that's your choices. One, two, and then the door opens. No! And it's his fucking friend that gave him the job. Mm -hmm. The $500 job with the stripper. And Bruce Willis turns the gun, and he shoots the their wedding picture. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's leaving, and everybody is freaking out. No, no, no. So what he says is, uh, what what did you do? It was an accident, which you fell on. Oh, yeah, you tripped. You know, he, and goes, he goes through the whole thing. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> what, it's an accident? Because he goes, it was an accident. He goes, what, you tripped and your dick landed in it? Like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, and then um, she's like, you were never home, and I was lonely. Get a fucking dog. Right, yeah, get a fucking dog. <laughs> That's important, too. Yes. So then they're walking outside, and he's like, I can't believe like we're still talking or whatever. And he goes, head or gut? He goes, what? And he punches him in the gut. He's like, pissed off, you know, well, duh. You're banging the guy's wife. Right. So then um, he goes. About that job. About the job. He goes, you still want to take the job? He goes, yeah, I still need money. It's 500 bucks, 500 yeah. bucks. Yep. So then he shows him the picture of Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. And she's got some pasties on. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh. So then the guy goes to leave and he gets in his car and his car blows up. Boom. So <laughs> wait, before this. Okay, okay. Before this, there's a dog. He throws the ball. Uh-huh. He throws the ball. He says, you know, this isn't your, you know, go, go oh, yeah, away. Get out of here. This, this ain't your fucking yeah, lawn or right. whatever. Right. Car blows up. Yep. And wife runs out. Uh-huh. So if he didn't throw the ball, I, I almost think, because for, for a second I thought the dog died. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but I think with him throwing the ball, I'm trying to think, what is it? Oh, no, no, it was later. Sorry. But she was like, oh, no. Yeah, because he got blown into the bushes because he's like, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here. So then I wrote, uh, police are on the scene, you know what I mean? Oh, shit. What's that from? Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Damn. Police are on the scene, you know what I mean? They screwed me up for running all the dope fiends. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves. Oh, uh, I about to say vanilla Boom, 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 boom. Anyway, I put police are on the scene, you know what I mean? So then they're arguing, him and her, and she's like, you didn't say anything about anything else he's like no and then um they argue a little bit more foreshadowing then, yep and then um we cut to the strip Wait, club no 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 oh, go ahead go ahead so she says you know say you'd spit in my face if cops oh were that's here. right she goes if the cops were in here you would spit in my face he say goes, something yeah and he's know, like you want me to spit on you <laughs> you could tell so just with her having that you know that emotional breakdown in that right. moment you could she's like look you haven't been paying attention you know yeah. you, you can tell he's Wrapped right. up in his shit. Well, he's all fucked up, too. Yeah, but say, that, that's why I'm like, it's shit. I can't even just say work. You yep. can see he's fucked up. So then the very first shot of the next scene. Because <laughs> he's at the strip club now. And there's uh-huh. a blonde chick with huge ass boobies in mm-hmm. the, in in the, the cage. cage dancing. But unfortunately, that's the only tits you're going to get mm-hmm. for uh, probably the rest of this movie. The rest of the movie, yeah, I think. Goddamn. So then uh, Damon Wayans is talking with the uh, old white dude, Harp. Taking shots. Right. 
And then um it's like last time I seen you drink vodka straight. You cheated on Oh yeah, you're running around your girl and he's like eh, Cheated you know. on what is her name? Tori? Halle Berry? Yeah. Corey. There we go. And he's like, Yeah. And then he takes a shot. He's like, Come on, man. You see that? How yeah. could you cheat on it? Right. Because I don't know, he's rich. We're guys. Right. So uh Bruce is there talking to uh, Joe's there talking to Halle Berry, Corey, and she's uh that's when she's like so do I pay you now? He's like, no, you don't have to pay me now. And then um, she talks to him for a minute, and that's when they talk about the music, and he's like, this is all you guys playing here? Mm-hmm. I hate this funk shit. <laughs> and then I wrote in my notes, damn, she's young. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Then you see, so the, then, you see the monkey <laughs> the on the turntable. Oh, yeah, not yet. <laughs> so she goes back over to uh, Jimmy, and you can tell her and him have a thing. Because mm-hmm. they start kissing. And then she's like, oh, I got to go dance. And she goes running away. So then uh, Jimmy goes over to Joe. Uh, you know, Damon, Damon Williams goes to Bruce Willis. And they kind of see each other. And that's when they show Eddie Griffin's the DJ. Right. That was pretty cool. That was a cool little cameo. He's in the, he's in the movie for like all of three seconds. Yep. The monkey on the turntable. <laughs> your monkey ass back in that cage. So then uh, he comes over to the table to talk to Bruce Willis. And he was like. Who are you? He's like, don't worry about it. It's not what you think. I'm just looking out for her for a little while. He's like, she's in some kind of trouble? He's like, can't tell you that, but I got it. You know, I got it handled. And then he says, uh, I, I'm, I'm her protection. He goes, you couldn't protect a cup of warm piss. <laughs> There's a lot of that shit in this movie. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Bruce says, uh, he tells Damon Wayne, he's like, why don't you just hit me? Just get it over with, you know. Do it. And he's like, do it, Jimmy. He's like, oh, you know who I am? He goes, yeah, I know who you are. Like, uh, And he runs his whole shit down to him. Right. So then, um, you know, you got banned for gambling, for doing coke, and blah, blah, blah. So he goes to hit him, and Bruce Willis grabs his hand and, like, fucking throws him down. <laughs> and he gets mad, and he jumps up, and he runs over and grabs Hallie right off stage. Right. We're leaving. He takes her right off stage. And that's when Eddie Griffin starts to say something. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, get your back, back in that cage. He's like, get your monkey ass back in that cage. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> so then um, Bruce Willis is standing outside, kind of waiting for them, waiting for Halle Berry to come out because he's for protection. Mm-hmm. And he's out of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And then he looks up at the cigarette sign. The, the store is closed. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was great because it said two twenty five for a pack of cigarettes. Right. With the it, And it's like the analog. Right, yeah. Like, oh, shit. So then he looks up and there's a big sign that says "Vote for Baynard." Fuck you. Yeah, and then so then we get the flashback mm-hmm. that he looks like he was like Secret Service. His hair's all short, he's all clean cut, and he's standing outside a hotel room. But there's a chick screaming. It sounds like she's getting the shit raped out of her on the inside, and it looks like it's really bugging him. Right. And then we'll see what happens with that later in the movie. Mm-hmm. So then he takes it. He takes the shot that he. I don't know how the fuck you take a shot out of a strip club, but. He takes the shot that he had. Right. Throws so, the glass. Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes while I'm watching the movie, I'll pause and go take a smoke break. Mm-hmm. I think I took three smoke breaks during this during this movie. Gotcha. Because every time he was smoking, it was making me want a cigarette. And he, he smoked. smoked so much Chain in this movie. Smoking. Dude, every time he lit up, I'd take a break after that scene with, with uh, Kim Coates. Mm-hmm. Do you have a cigarette? Can I get a light? You touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> I don't. It's funny because Kim Coates is from Sons of Anarchy, and I had made the comment before to people 
Sons of Anarchy made me smoke more too. Like, oh yeah, because Jack smoked so much That's in that so, fucking man. show. Everybody smoked, and I'm like, man, I want a cigarette so bad. It was so funny how that triggers you. Like, mm-hmm. I could really use a cigarette. Make that look really nice. So in this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually smoked cigarettes. Oh yeah, totally. Because he's it looks like he's smoking. Yeah. Because in Den of Thieves, fucking Gerard Butler. Uh huh. Anytime he has a cigarette, he's going. He's like blowing. Oh my God. He's yeah. not even sucking in. Right, he's just blowing right. out, and you see the smoke. I'm like, that's funny. This is bullshit. So I I, I always look for little stuff like yep. that. No, nah, that motherfucker's There's a movie with uh, Corey Feldman in it where he's a detective. Oh, goodness. And he's supposed to be smoking, but he's... Remember when the E-Cigs first came out and they were literally like those little electronic cigarettes that look like cigarettes? Mm-hmm. And they had the little cherry at the end. end. Mm-hmm. He's smoking one of those because he refused to smoke a cigarette. And that, oh, my God. It's so... But it looks so but he's stupid. So he's, he's done everything else except smoke cigarettes, huh? Right. Are you, like, he looks like a fucking vampire. I did coke off Corey Haim's ass, but I won't smoke a cigarette. Right. Fuck out of here. Anyway. So then he's so desperate for a cigarette, he bends down to pick up a half-smoked cigarette off the ground. It's all wet. I know. It's so gross. And then he gets hit over the head. And then the guys are like, this the guy? Yeah, that's the guy. He was with her. And like, take him in the back and kill him. I love this movie because the bad guys are so over the fucking top mm-hmm. and characterized. Like the guy that uses all the big words. Yes. And then the, the greasy guy is like, I just want to hear you scream. You know what I mean? It's so funny cliche milo that guy's name is milo very cliche yep so then um we're back to there's a cut we're back to uh jimmy and Corey mm-hmm. together and they must have still been in the club i guess in the back or something I they're guess. like in a hot tub or it, something it was weird because they came out of the same building but they were in like a bedroom type thing it was yeah really, i don't know this is when she purrs yeah and then so um she's like um, ask him if he wants his birthday present. Let's go to my house. I'll give you your birthday present. He's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you want your job back? So she's like hinting at the, the at fact. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. so then we cut back to Bruce in the alley with the assassin dude. And he goes, sorry, brother, just wrong place at the wrong time. He goes, yeah, you were last night when I was fucking your wife. <laughs> He's like, how you know it was my wife? He goes, because she said he was a big pimp-ass looking motherfucker with a hat. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, for that, you're going to take two bullets. He goes, after your wife, I'll take them. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, lay off the wife. Lay off the wife shit. He goes, aren't you going to ask me how fat is she? And the guy finally is like, how fat is she? He's like, I had to roll her in flour to find the wet spot. (laughs) And the guy starts laughing. He goes, I had to slap her thigh and just ride the wave in. (laughs) And he's laughing more. He goes, I ain't saying the bitch is fat, but a high school yearbook picture is an aerial photo. <laughs> <laughs> and this the guy throws his head back and starts like really laughing. See, what did he grab? A bottle? It, it looked like a shard of glass. A shard of glass or broken bottle or something. He fucking hits him with it and fucking it knocks him like down. It looked like he stabbed him. Yeah. And then he takes his gun, which we found out was a Desert Eagle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're a bastard. <laughs> didn't he shoot him, Pop Pop? I don't, he didn't shoot him. That's what kind of surprised me. That's why I didn't think he would see. I thought he would see him later on, but he didn't. Uh, he got, I think he got jabbed in the neck. Uh, so he's probably just bleeding out. Mm-hmm. So uh, Halle Berry and Damon Wayans are leaving, and she's like, we got to wait for Joe. And he's like, man, I can protect you. I'll whoop somebody's ass. Oh, it's okay. So he said, he goes, I'll bitch slap them. That's it. And she goes, bitch slap, huh? He's like, yeah. yeah bitch slap. 
Yes, can we just go back to your place so we can film the scene where I get to make out with you? Mmm, <laughs> Halle Berry. Right? You know Damon Williams is happy about oh, that yeah, shit. for sure. So, he's like, I'll follow you home. So, she gets in her, was it a Corvette? Corvette. Mm-hmm. He gets in his car and he's following her. She goes through a light and another guy goes and he catches the red and he stops. And then the car rear ends her. Mm-hmm. And she gets out and he's sitting with the red light. He goes, don't get out of the car. <laughs> and as soon as she gets out of the car, she's like, what is wrong with you? A dude fucking jumps out of the car with a machine gun and fucking mows her down. Yeah. I mean, I was looking forward to seeing her get drilled, but not like that. Right. I was like, damn. I was like, dang, she wasn't in this movie very long at all. Miss Barry was gone. Right. So then... um, he comes over driving. Yeah, so then they're shooting up, and Damon Wayans tries to drive in, and they start shooting at him. So then Bruce Willis shows up and starts shooting motherfuckers. Guns blazing. Yeah, both guns. <laughs> he kills somebody, and then Damon Wayans runs over the guy, runs into the guy that killed her, mm-hmm. and traps his legs, and the guy starts shooting into the windshield, and he's like ducking down, and then Bruce Willis shoots him in the head. Pow! So the funny thing with that is, if you notice, the guy's irregularly tall. Yes, he is. So, like, you can tell that how, however they did the scene, he's, right, like, right. in something to yeah. raise over. I was like, boo. Right. All right, cool. He just been a tall dude. Whatever. We can do it. So then uh, now they're at the police station, and uh, that's where they have the whole leather pants scene because they're sitting together. He looks over. He goes, leather pants? He's leather like, pants. yeah. He goes, how much does this cost? And I put, this was totally Tarantino dialogue here. Mm-hmm. Tarantino-esque dialogue. He goes, Six fifty, and he goes six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> like yeah, he goes. How much they TV don't. In they them? don't got a little TV in them or nothing. <laughs> he goes no. I was still thinking of John Travolta in the milkshake scene. Mm-hmm. Five dollars. That's ice cream and milk. They don't put bourbon in it or nothing. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm old. <laughs> so then uh, the detective comes out and uh, he thinks Hallenbach's lying about what happened. Mm-hmm. But he says that it was a gang style like hit and that um, he's telling him professionals. That, yes. And that he figures out that Mike was involved. His friend Mike that was banging his wife mm-hmm. was somehow involved too. And that's why he died. Mm-hmm. So then you find out that he was Secret Service and he was a... Save the president. Save the president's life. And he was a badass. And this is where they show that he punched that senator. Mm-hmm. Because he had a chick tied up in the hotel room and he was beating the shit out of her and doing all kinds of kinky shit to her. And Bruce Willis didn't much appreciate that. Right. So then um, they're walking out of the precinct. And this is funny because Damon Wayans goes, you ever play football? He goes, no, why? He goes, I'm just, you know, you got the body style for it. He goes, what are you, a fag? <laughs> <laughs> so then um, Damon Wayans wants to solve the murder. And Bruce Willis is like, no, you're not working with me, blah, blah, blah. So then they talk about going to the apartment. He's like, well, I know where the extra key is. Mm-hmm. And the security system. And, security and blah, blah, blah. I put so, it in myself. Yep. So now it looks like they're partners. Mm-hmm. So now they're walking out in the parking garage. It was weird. <laughs> he had that L.A. Stallions jacket on. Mm-hmm. But it's got an Arizona flag on the sleeve. Did you notice that? I didn't. There's an Arizona flag on the sleeve. And that's weird to me. And I don't know why. And then at the end of the movie, he's wearing a hat with the Arizona flag on it. Really? Yeah, I don't I get it. I don't understand it. I wasn't paying attention. Anyway, um, this guy comes driving up and recognizes him 
First, he thinks he's a drug dealer that he busted. He's like, no, I'm Jimmy Dix. He goes, oh, fuck you. Fucking free agents are ruining the game. He drives away. So now they're at uh, Corey's apartment. And he's like, all right, where's the key? And he fucking kicks in the door. (laughs) (laughs) But before that, they were talking about how love is a disease like cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's why Bruce Willis don't believe in it. But then they get into the apartment and they find that it's been trashed. Somebody's already gone through it. So uh, Jimmy sees pictures of him and Corey and he's sitting on the bed and he gets kind of teary-eyed. And then um, Bruce Willis comes over. He's got a picture of her with the owner of the Stallions, the Marconi guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's she doing with him? And he's like, well, they dated for a while. He's like, oh, okay. So then you realize there's a connection there somehow. Mm-hmm. So then... Damon Wayans goes in the bathroom and he finds like a fake shaving cream can or whatever and opens it up and there's a tape and an envelope inside it. And um, you find out later he was also looking for drugs. So then... Um, I think my... So so for me, I think there was like a plot hole. A little bit. Because it's like, okay, well... well, it, Like, it, it goes back to her even being a stripper, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well... Was she a was she a cheerleader? Was right. she possibly like right? Because it, it, it tries to show the connection between Marcone and um, Damon Wayans mm-hmm. is because of her. So well, and he was on the team too, right? So it's like okay, we can I can get your job back or whatever, right. blah blah blah. But <laughs> she was doing you know. She was a stripper, so my thought is, okay, well, maybe she was just a high-end stripper or a high-end right, call right. girl yeah. or something Well, like now you that. find out, though, that she was going to blackmail him mm-hmm. because they find inside that can, pictures. there's pictures of him and that senator, senator. meeting, mm-hmm. and then there's a tape. So then they, they get in the car, and then there's, like, phone records of them calling each other back and forth. Oh, and, and at the precinct. Uh, the the fucking and he was like somebody's been says, giving him obscene phone calls. I better not find out it was you. Mm-hmm. And then he had his home phone number memorized. Cause so then, because they're circled on the paper, and right. that's when he says, "Yeah, that's his phone number. Yeah, you know, that's his house. That's his house number or whatever." Right. So then they get in the car and they put a, the cassette in the cassette deck in the car. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you owned a car with a cassette deck in it? It's been a while. My Rav Four had a cassette deck in it. Damn. Hell yeah. That was what, uh, 98? My RAV4 was a uh, 2000, huh? believe same, it or not. Same thing, give or take. <laughs> but I used to, I had the little cassette thing you could put in with the wire on it so you could hook it into your phone. Nice. Before Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Or look, before the AUX plug. Yes. Before even yes. Bluetooth. Yeah. Right. So they start listening to the tape, and mm-hmm. it's them talking. It's Marconi and the senator guy. And then Damon was like, fast forward. He says, no, fast forward, he's tape. And then they get in a big argument because he didn't know fast forward eats tape. But he's like, fast forward eats tape. So then the tape got eaten, mm-hmm. which was dumb because if they'd had a pencil and a small screwdriver, they could have fixed it. For sure. Got so anyway, that and some fucking uh, clear tape. Right. They had to hook right. it up for yep. sure. I've done it. Yeah, I've, of I've course. Done it I've of course. It. I've synced it. I've done it. So they, find, they figure out that was the birthday present she was talking mm-hmm. about was all of that blackmail material. So now... Um, he goes to get out of the car, and Bruce Willis is like, I'll give you a ride home. He goes, no, I'll take Corey's car. Because I thought that was her car back then. He goes, oh, she has two cars. And he's sitting there, and he's like, she has two cars. Her other car was a Mustang. Mm-hmm. 
And then he, uh, Jimmy gets in it, and he's going to leave. But then Bruce Willis realizes it's probably the the Corvette didn't bomb. Blow up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes running over. He's like, "Don't go in there!" And he yanks him out of the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What's the problem?" And he's like, "Look!" And they pop the hood, and sure enough, there's some fucking C4 in there mm-hmm. hooked to the ignition switch. So they just tell him how it works. And then, um, so they take the C4 out, and he puts it in the trunk. Mm-hmm. of the car he goes we're gonna take this to the cops he goes you're gonna take it to the cops he goes what do you want me to do leave it on the street for the kids to play with <laughs> and that's when those two thug dudes show up mm. and this is the guy with the big vocabulary that oh. comes up now he's like I think we're getting mugged by the scrabble the, the fucking creepy right, scrabble right. or whatever and he's he says. like it's a little late for a stroll isn't it guys he's like yeah and then David Wayne's like yep streets are, street lights are on you better go home <laughs> <laughs> so then um they're telling, you know... He gets pistol whipped or something. Yeah, he's well, at first he's talking shit to him. And uh, he's saying, uh, you, you know, he's like, we want the envelope. Oh, like, we must be here oh, for the envelope. Oh, yeah. you want the envelope? It's in the trunk. Right. So then um, that's when he goes, oh, he goes, hey, fuckface. And so he's like, uh, no, he's fuckface. I'm asshole. <laughs> 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 or I'm fuckface. He's asshole. So then... um. In the, uh, yeah, that's when they trick him, and he's talking all that shit. He's using all those big words. He goes, oh, that's a nice word. He goes, oh, you like that word? So then um, he says the envelope's in the trunk, and he's like, give me the keys, and Bruce Willis pulls out the keys, and he throws them, and he's like, oops. He goes, ah, you fucker, you're going to pay for that. And then the guy goes to shoot the trunk, and then they they duck because they know it's going to happen. He shoots the trunk, and it blows up, and they're rolling down that hill, and then the car comes rolling down after him. They're like, oh, shit. And they roll out of the way just in time. And that's when he's like, was that the bomb? He's like, either that or it was one hell of a recall. So with this, I always laugh because why is a gun going to be, you know, why is a bullet going to open up everything? Right. Like if you notice, like in movies, they'll fucking shoot out shoot like a lock. door. Yeah. I would assume if I shot that at that metal, it's going to ricochet. Right. Probably kill one of us. Take your fucking eye out at least. Fucking dumbasses. Piece of the lock. Right. Exactly. Well, they do it sometimes in the movies now where they go to do it. It doesn't work. And they're like, oh, like, what'd you think this was a movie? (laughs) So now they're back at the precinct again. Oh, Bruce Willis tells, uh, get out of here. Tells Jimmy to take off. He'll take the fall for it. So then he's back at the precinct and the detectives yelling at him again. And, um, he uh, yells at him, and then the other detective shakes his hand. He goes, I just want to shake your hand for what you did saving for the, the president's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he gets outside, and Jimmy's waiting for him to pick him up at the station. Mm-hmm. And then they decide to go after the guys that are in you know, in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. They, they decide right there, yep, this is it. We're going to do it. We'll work together. We'll go get them. And he's like, you sure? This ain't no game. These are real guys with real guns, with real bullets. And he goes, danger is my middle name. And then Bruce Willis is like, mine's Cornelius. You tell Tell anybody, anybody, I'll kill you. you. (laughs) He's all about killing you, man. So then. um, And he says it. He says it real Bruce Willis. Right. Tell anybody. Tell anybody, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Chopper, baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's dead like. Zed's dead. Zed's dead. That I'm not whispering, but I'm talking. Like Clint Eastwood, kind of. Yeah. You're feeling lucky. Right. Punk. Well, do you? <laughs> so then they start kind of getting close now because they're talking. Bruce Willis is telling about his family. And he's like, I got a wife and a daughter. Like, oh, what's your daughter like? He's like, she likes Prince. 
That's where he's like, I like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go back to uh, Joe's house, Bruce Willis's house, and Daniel Harris is his daughter. And if you guys remember Daniel Harris from Halloween 4 and 5, she was also in the remake, the Rob Zombie Halloween remake. And uh, she's mad because uh, he wouldn't let her go to a dance, so she's being really rude and telling him to fuck off and everything. Party and then, of my life. Yep. And then he's fighting with his daughter, and then um, she kind of storms off, and then uh, Damon Wayans sees a picture of him up on the fireplace or whatever with the president. He's like, damn, you really were a, a Secret Service guy. He's like, yeah, I was a real Boy Scout or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then they are having a drink together. And uh, Damon Wayans is telling him he had a wife that was pregnant. And then she got hit by a truck while he was out of state playing a football game. And she died while he was playing. He didn't know it until after. And then um, he asked if he can use the shower. Wait, wait, wait. He says, my son lived. He says yeah, something about sad. Alex. Yeah, he, like, he, he lived, lived for 17, 17 minutes. minutes. He's like, so he passed. He fell asleep and he had time for one dream. That mm-hmm. ah, was fucked up. Which you're kind of getting a view into his past of why he started doing drugs and shit, too. Why he's all fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then um, he goes into the bathroom, and then Bruce Willis comes in. He's like, I brought some towels, and Damon's taking a bump of coke. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Willis gets pissed, and he punches him, and he takes the drugs, and he flushes them down the toilet. That's like, a thousand dollars worth of shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. And get out. He's like, get out of my house. And he's pissed off, because he's like, I've been through some shit. because I've been through some shit, too. I don't need this shit. So he, he he rambles on. He's like, your knees is shot and blah, 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 yeah, blah, Yeah, and you got to take Demerol, and then you're taking other shit, then you're doing coke. He's like, when you're having, he's like, when you're done having a pity party for yourself, get the fuck out. Yep. The door's still the doors, there. The door's right over there. Mm-hmm. So he runs into uh, Bruce Willis's daughter outside, mm-hmm. and she's like, can I have your autograph? And she has a, a card, a football card. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know who I am? She's like, yeah, you're my dad's hero. You're all he ever talked about when you were playing, and then you got in trouble and blah, blah, blah. So he signs her card to the daughter of the last Boy Scout. I thought that was badass. Dude, this movie's called The Last Boy Scout. That's so weird. Just kidding. <laughs> so the next day, Jimmy's out doing something, and he gets grabbed. Mm-hmm. And they fucking throw him into a parking garage onto a car. No. What? They threw him off a fucking bridge. It wasn't a parked car, though, wasn't it? Yeah, on the bottom floor of the fucking bridge. Oh, shit, yeah, they threw him, yeah, they threw him Off down. a bridge. Right. <laughs> Fell through that. Right. <laughs> Landed on a car. Oh, my God. Almost yeah, got hit by another car. There was another car coming, and they were all screeching at home. He's like, I'm a trained professional. I'm, Don't I'm try okay. this at home. And he passes out. Me and Super Dave. Yeah, and then he passes <laughs> out. Yo, I was like, holy shit, they legitimately just tried to murder this fucking right, guy. Right, right. Because that's probably two stories. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy shit. So then they go back to the detectives, and they're talking about how Jimmy just had an accident. He fell into a car. Then they're talking about Hallenbach, and they realize that... Yeah, they were interrogating the shit out of him. Right. I just fucking fell right. from up there, and, and well, I'm the victim. Well, that happens after they talk, yeah. Because he tells them uh, they figured out that that dude was banging His wife. Joe's wife. Mm-hmm. And how come they didn't tell him that? Then? So they think he blew him up. Mm-hmm. So then, um, they're back at uh, back at Bruce Willis's house. He checks with his wife and his daughter, checks in on them. They're sleeping. Doorbell rings. He opens the doorbell. He gets tased and drugged to a car, and they're taking him. <coughs> the detective had gone out to his house to talk to him, so he comes pulling up behind him, 
And the guy takes Bruce Willis's gun and kills the detective with his gun to make it look like he did it. He said, grab his gun <coughs> with the towel, with yep. the napkin. And he's like, oh, man, you just shot a cop to Bruce Willis. So then Bruce Willis is knocked out and he's having the assassination flashback mm-hmm. of when he saved the president's life and he took a bullet for him. But then he wakes up in the, the owner dude's house, Marconi's house, with uh, Tiggs. the one thug at the piano with the gun and Tiggs, yeah. And then he's like, I thought they said this guy was tough, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you, have a, do you have a cigarette? He's like, yeah, I'll give you a cigarette. And he goes, do you have a light? And he holds the light down and when he goes to light the cigarette, he punches him. And then he sits up and he goes, ah, see, he's not so tough. And he goes, I seem to have lost my cigarette. <laughs> Can I have another? And the guy looks at him like, what the fuck? And he goes, yeah, I'll give you another cigarette. And he gives it to him. And, and then and he goes, you got a light? And if you touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so then he does it again. He goes to light the cigarette and he punches him. And he's, ah, ha, ha. Two for two. Boom. Boom, baby. Bruce Willis comes right back up and fucking nose chucks him and shoves his nose up into his brain and kills him. And he goes, I told you. And then he goes down and picks up the guy's lighter and lights the cigarette. It's fucking, And the other dude's freaking out. You fucking killed him. What are you nuts? Oh my god! Whoa! Let's take a time out here. That's a Buick Skylark. <laughs> yeah, he was fucked. And the up. orphans were walking through, like we told you not to fuck with that guy. <laughs> so then, um, the uh, big badass walks. In. Yeah, Marconi comes out and he's all fat and he gets in the pool and then he kind of lays down the plot to Bruce Willis. Well, the the other guy came in. He was like. Oh, let me guess. You're the bad guy. Oh, that's Turn right. Around. Milo came in before yeah. that, and then he's, he's like, like, "I want to, you know, have." Let a, me introduce myself. He's like, "I don't give a fuck who we are. You're a bad guy. You're the bad guy. Blah blah blah, you know." And then he goes, "Can I get a drink?" He said, "If you would have killed, if you wanted to kill me, I'd already been dead." Yep. Then he asked for a drink. He's like, "Yeah, get his carcass out of here and bring him, bring a drink." And that's when Marconi, Marconi comes. comes out, and he kind of lays out the whole plot that. Football's been losing money, and he wants to legalize gambling on sports so that he can make more money in football because mm-hmm. of the free agents and blah, blah, blah. I feel like they were trying to make a statement here. Definitely. You know what I mean? Free agents were ruining the game. Every time, ever since they paid Joe Montana, the greedy bastards just want more and more. So then he kind of lays it all out, and he's like, so you're bribing senators. He's like, I got every single one of them in my pocket except... Yeah, boy. What's his face? Yeah, and he goes, he just, he's holding out for more money. Six million dollars. Yep. that. So, so, if we're talking about billions of dollars, you're gonna let six million hold you up, right? It was it. it was and kind then of he a saying, yeah, me. he was like, it'd be easier just to kill him. Cheaper too. And he's like, oh, that's exactly what we're gonna do, and we're gonna frame you for it. Good idea. Because so my he's thought already with, got a pass with the dude. My thought with this is, it's all it it. it, it this movie's pretty convenient. Right. Right. The reason I say that is because they could have easily killed Bruce Willis in front of the club, but no, take him behind. Right. And he wants to tell right. him two more jokes. Yeah. Then he dies. Yeah. He gets out, you know. So now I'm going to tell you this whole plot. I'm going to let you know what's going on. That's what we call a trope. Of course. I'm going to lay the whole course. plot out for you. I'm going to give it to you. Right. Because he's the bad guy. I'm the bad guy that hired the bad guy. That you're going to do this for us, yep. and we're going to make it happen. And that's right. the story. Because if I don't tell you this, you're not going to know what's going on. Exactly. You won't know how to stop us. Mm-hmm. 
So then they go to Jim. Now this is where Jimmy's in custody, mm-hmm. and they're trying to find out where Hollenbeck is. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear his name, I want to go Hollenbeck at me. Because <laughs> I ain't no Hollenbeck girl. I ain't no Hollenbeck girl. <laughs> I was saying that. You better holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. That's my shit. Do, 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 this shit do, do, do. is bananas. This shit is bananas. Anyway, that's my shit. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's my shit. That's my shit. So then, um, yeah, that's where Jimmy's like, I don't know where he is. I told you what happened. I got thrown into a fucking car. You got my statement. Kiss my ass. You know. So they let him go, and he makes a phone call. And it's to oh and uh the wife this is important that that Joe's kid. wife and kid are there, mm-hmm. and he makes a phone call to some girl that I didn't call you fat, you're just a lot of woman, just a lot of woman. And it's Yo, uh, that shit was funny for the season tickets, and he's like, I need to know what his address is, mm-hmm. so he gets it and he writes it down, and he tells Daniel Harris, "Don't worry, I'm gonna go find your dad." Mm-hmm. So then um he gets his address. Now we're back to. Uh, the fat football guy, the owner, Marconi, Marconi, and he wants to make, that's what he was saying, he wants to make gambling for sports legal and all that. Mm-hmm. So then um, they're going to frame Bruce Willis for it, like we already said. So then uh, Damon Wayans is trying to, he, that's why I said he's driving a Pontiac Sunbird LE mm-hmm. convertible. Convertible. I had the Sunbird SE. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he's at the senator's house now because he got the address and he's kind of staking it out. And... Fucking Daniel Harris shows up out of nowhere. Hey, what's going on? He's like, whoa. How did you get here? And she's like, I followed you. She's like, I hitched. Yeah, and she's like, I. Uh, she scratched the paper to get the address. Like Nancy Drew. Yep. So then he's like, get out of here. And they argue. And she's like, I'm not going. And she's like, I brought you this. I thought you might need it. And it's the fucking, it's a fucking gun. 357. Right like, in his what face. what the hell? I don't need that. I don't like guns. So she has a puppet. She's been talking with this puppet the whole movie, this this cat puppet. Mm-hmm. And um, so remember that. Mm-hmm. Cat puppet oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, a yeah, gun. Yeah. Of course. That's important. So then um, they have the argument, and she's like, I'm going with you. And he's like, all right, well, we'll just follow him. How dangerous can it get? So you know that right it's there, it's going to get fucked up. Get dangerous. So the bodyguards come out without the senator. So they end up following the bodyguards to the woods, where they also actually happen to have Bruce Willis and the gangsters are. And uh, the bodyguards are there to pick up the $6 million. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to them, they're really picking up an explosive that's going to blow up the senator. So they got a fake briefcase and the bomb briefcase. I mean, they got the bomb briefcase and, and the, the money, money briefcase. briefcase. That's important, too. Mm-hmm. So a guy, he, they tell Bruce Willis... Give him that briefcase. And then there's a guy up in the woods taking a picture of Bruce Willis handing him the briefcase because they're going to frame him for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the Milo dude comes in and Bruce Willis, what did he call him? A, an asshole or something or a fuck face. Or, but he goes, what would you do if, if somebody called you that? And he pulls out his knife. Oh, he said, he says something like, uh, Shove it up your ass. Or like or dick. Something. He said, you know, he didn't say suck my dick. It was something similar I to I think he it said though. shove it up your ass or something. Um, in any case, yeah. the guy puts the knife up to his eye. He goes, would you cut off his eye or his ear? And the dude. Yeah, and I uh, just want to hear you scream one time. Yeah, Bruce Willis is just standing there and he's like, you think you're so cool, don't you? He's smoking his cigarette. You think you're so cool. I just want to hear you scream once. And he goes, 
play some rap music. <laughs> <laughs> so they come back to the woods and they have Damon Wayans with them. They caught Jimmy, but they did don't he, know. Did he call him Dickhead or something like something that? like that? Because he comes up and says pretty much the same thing. Right. Because <laughs> they don't know that Daniel Harris is there because mm-hmm. he had her hiding her in the car or something. And then he got caught. Mm-hmm. So they bring him back to the woods. And he goes, uh, the Milo go- guy goes, nice to see you, James. He goes, James? He goes, he does that to everybody. He keeps calling me Joseph. That's what Joe <laughs> said, Bruce Willis. So um, they're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. After now that they're gonna frame him, they're just gonna kill him. So then he's like, "Take these guys out and shoot him." So then all of a sudden, uh, Daniel Harris shows up with the puppet, and she's like, "Hey guys!" And he's like, "What's that?" And Bruce Willis is trying to play it off like he doesn't know don't know her. Yeah, he's like, "What's that kid doing here? Get that kid out of here!" <laughs> and she's got the puppet, and she's like, "I have a puppet. You want to play with my puppet, Mister?" And she's giving it to Bruce Willis. She's like, "Here, take it." Because the gun's inside really, it. Really, really just take, right. just take it. Just take so he it. takes it and he's like, he tells a joke and he goes, Hey, why'd the chicken cross the road? Oh no, why did Milo cross the road? And he's like, I don't know. Why? He goes, because his dick was stuck in a chicken. Ah, and everybody starts laughing. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I bet this is the most Percy Mush you guys have seen in a long time, huh? Especially you over there, fat guy. Ah. <laughs> yeah, and then he shoots him. My thought was... There's no fucking way I'm shooting this guy behind me, and the guy to the side of me has a fucking shotgun. Well, Damon Wayans hit that guy, mm-hmm. and then they all started tussling around, and everybody starts getting shot, and um, they managed to get away with Daniel Harris, and they're all running, and now they're being chased in a car, which is the car that Damon Wayans brought, Pontiac Slumbered, and... Bruce Willis gives him a gun. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? He goes, point it at the bad guys and shoot. And shoot. So he's hanging out, shoot. He's hanging out the window. Typical car chase in a movie, shooting. And they're going around these curves with like cliffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he runs the car over the side. And then him and the other car that's chasing him end up going over the side of the cliff too. Look, there's no way these cars don't flip. No way. So then... And there's no way he has control of the car as it's going down. He ends up crashing into a neighborhood. No airbag. Nope. And then the other (laughs) car comes flipping down and lands in a pool and blows up. And the water catches on fire. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's the 90s, man. So then um, there's a guy. The guy with the pool is sitting at poolside, like having his coffee or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck? So then Bruce Willis and uh, Damon Wayans and Daniel Harris come running up. He's like... Hey, hey, you got a car here? And he's like, yeah. He goes, we're going to need the keys. He's like, no, I'm not giving you the keys to my car. And he grabs his daughter and goes, give us the key or the girl gets it. And she's like, what? <laughs> Dad, she's like, shut up. He's like, shut up. So the guy gives him the keys, but they grab the briefcase out of the car. Mm-hmm. And Damon Wayne goes, you think there's anybody still alive in there? And he starts shooting the car. Bam, 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 bam. He goes, not anymore. So then they take off and they leave Daniel Harris there. And they tell him to call the cops. Mm-hmm. And they take off. Well, stupid Milo's still alive. I hate this in movies. Right. The guy that's the biggest asshole that you can't stand just can't be killed. Like, he keeps coming back. And it really irritates the fuck out of me. So he's still alive. And he takes Daniel Harris. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, so then they're trying to get to the stadium. And they're speeding. And uh, there was a funny line there, but I forgot to write it down. 
He said, uh, you go any faster? I can't remember. Yeah, he, he did say something. Uh, oh, we're going to go back in time. That's it. It was back to you the future. You go any faster, you're going to go back in time. Yes. So then they catch up to the car that has the briefcase in it. <laughs> and David Williams goes, pull up to it. He goes, why? He goes, I'm going to yell at him. He goes, it's bulletproof glass, dumbass. I'm not going to hear you. So then he's like, he starts drawing. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm drawing a picture. He goes, what is that? He goes, it's a bomb. He goes, this doesn't look like a bomb. It looks like an apple with lines coming out of it. So he goes, oh, okay. And he writes bomb. <laughs> the funny thing is he wrote bomb. Yeah, B-O-M. He writes bomb. B-O-M. So then he holds that up, and the guy gets pissed and starts shooting. And Bruce Willis is laughing. He goes, bomb means, bomb means asshole in Polish or whatever. So then um, they manage to stop the car by running it off, by shooting out the um, tire tire and flipping it over a fucking bridge. And then they go to catch up to it. And that's when they get the uh, other briefcase. Mm -hmm. And then the phone rings in the car and it's stupid Milo. And he's like, hey, I got somebody here wants to talk to you. And it's his daughter. So then they're going out. Then they hang up. And they're like, what are we going to do? And he goes, we're going after Marconi in order to save his daughter. Right. So they go to the they go to the ball game, and um, they park next to Marconi's car, and Damon Wayans keys it. He's like, hey, it. look, it's Marconi's car. And he keys it. <laughs> hey, Daddy, that crazy bitch out Daddy. here, <laughs> What you doing with that big-ass key? <laughs> he said, I always wanted to do that. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. He's like, I don't know, Craig. <laughs> he said, I always wanted to do that. Yep. So then they they kind of disguise themselves and they're going into the and he tells them hey I'm here to see Marconi and they're like oh okay go ahead Mr. Dix this was stupid that was stupid and they're trying to sneak through and he runs into the fat football player guy from the beginning of the movie that was trying to get a blowjob in the hot tub he's like you motherfucker you broke my nose and he pulls out the gun and he's like how about I just blow your whole head off or whatever he's like oh whoa whoa and they keep going so then they get to Marconi's office and Marconi's there with Milo and the girl and everybody they were waiting for him. Mm-hmm. So then they talk a bunch of shit and they, you know, they want the money, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, he doesn't know he has the money yet. But he shoots Damon Wayans in the hand. Yeah, because he comes around He comes around the desk. They're talking back and forth, back and forth. Yep. Shoots him in the fucking hand. So then he's going to have him killed with the girl and everything. Because remember, he says, you know, I still have the ball that you, you signed for me right, and stuff like right. that. And that's when he comes around and shoots yep. him. So then um, they're going to kill him and Bruce Willis goes, wait a minute, what about the $6 million? He goes, what? He goes, well, I got the money. It's in the, it's in a white BMW. He says, and I have a tape. He goes, and I have a tape of you and the senator, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, if you had the tape, you'd have said something about it already. So then Damon Wayans goes, he doesn't have the tape. He goes, he's lying. And the money's not in the BMW. It's in a locker. And I got the key. And he goes, oh, really? He goes, yeah, but you got to promise to let me go. He goes, bullshit. <laughs> he goes, just give me the key. Well, he pulls out the... He gets into his shorts to get the So, key. wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Here we go. You back so it up. Back it you up. got to back it up. So, go. this... Because there's a plot hole for me on this one, too. Yep. So, when he goes to the... When when he shoots the, the limo out, when he shoots the tire out, the, the, it flips, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, so, the guy gets out the car, and, and instead of saying, hey, there's a bomb in the thing, oh, yeah, he, he just shoots, shoots the guy. I was like, what the, the fuck? Shoot him. I, I understand, you know, but I was like, oh. Other right. than the guy was crooked and a bad guy anyway. Right. But yeah. Shoots the guy, boom, boom, boom. Right. And then, then they're rummaging through the, the 
backseat, and they're like, look. And they get the guns and the ammo, mm-hmm. and that's where he He's finds like, those incendi- the- incendiary rounds, mm-hmm. which I would love to get my hands on, but they're illegal. I believe it. But I had a friend that had some, but that's no another names. story for another time. So this is where he chucks the key, air yes. quotes. So that's where he got the incendiary round that he had stuck in his shorts, mm-hmm. and he throws it in the fireplace, and he goes, it's a plastic key. The it's one of those that, new plastic keys the kind that, that blows up or something. Frazzle or whatever they were called. So Bruce Willis knew what it was. He's mm-hmm. like, get down! And it blows. Fucks up the guy closest to Oh, my it. God. Everybody's on fire. <laughs> they, they just keep the camera on the one guy burning. <laughs> so then Marconi gets away. And they take off to stop the assassination. Mm-hmm. Because gonna, he says... Oh, yeah, he's like, he's got a... A welly lit, high or lit something, place yeah, or like, high... Pretty much told him where he was going to be right. by trying to be smart. Again, all of these coincidences. Right. It is the plot. And I'm telling you, he's in a high, well-lit place. Yes. So they're running, and then um, Marconi... Like, oh, he goes to his car lying. and he looks in the back seat of the BMW. He goes, "Oh, he wasn't lying." And he breaks the window and takes the briefcase, <laughs> <laughs> and he drives off. So then they decide they're going to split up, mm-hmm. and Damon Wayne's going to try to warn the senator, and Bruce Willis is going to stop the sniper. So the cops try to stop Bruce Willis, and he beats him up and gets away, trying to get to the asshole sniper Milo. And then, meanwhile, Damon Wayne's is going to warn the senator. But he runs into the fat football guy again who's got cops with him. There he is. He's got a shotgun. Blah, blah, blah. And um, Damon Wayans jumps on a horse mm-hmm. and takes a football and takes off down the field mm-hmm. while the game's in play. And everybody's freaking out. And he's got the horse. And then the sniper's aiming at the senator's head. And Bruce Willis is sneaking up on him. <clears throat> and Damon Wayans throws the football. At the senator's head. Coincidentally. Yep. (laughs) And as he shoots, he ends up shooting the football instead of the senator. (laughs) And the football. That's why you were thinking, remember we were talking before. It's going to explode. All I remember is like the football was a bomb or something, but it was because it blew up Mm -hmm. because he shot it. So then um, Bruce Willis jumps the sniper and they're kind of tussling around and he gets thrown off the thing. He's holding on to like the cage Mm -hmm. and he climbs back up and the police helicopter comes down. And Milo starts shooting at them, and they're shooting back at him. He shoots a bunch of them, and they're falling out of the helicopter. Bruce Willis comes back, and he runs out of uh, Milo runs out of ammo, and he turns around, and Bruce Willis has his sniper bag, and he's like looking for this, and he's like, "You son of a bitch!" And they start fighting. That's where he stabs him in the Wait, leg. So he throws the bag. Yep. And then, if you remember, he throws the gun at him. Oh, yeah, and he catches the gun, and he starts mm-hmm. hitting him with the gun. And this is where he gets stabbed in the leg. Yep. But then he starts punching him. He goes, remember I told you, if you touch me again, I'll kill you. And he pushes him into the line of fire for the cops, and they all shoot the shit out of him. <laughs> and I forgot to mention when they got there that Bruce Willis said, if we make it out of this, I'm, I'm going to dance, dance a jig. Mm-hmm. So after that happened, he stands up and he's on the big screen now. Wait, 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 wait. So they show the they show the helicopter blades. They, oh, they I keep, forgot. They keep going Milo back and forth. Milo fell into the fucking helicopter blades and mm-hmm. gets all made. Because they keep going back that and forth. That was pretty fucking cool. It goes him, helicopter yes, blades, Yes, him, and you knew it was blades. coming. You're like, oh, shit. So then splat. <clears throat> yes, he falls into the helicopter blades. And Blender. It's all diced and sliced and diced, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. 
So then Milo starts to dance a jig. And Milo starts dancing and all. What's he doing? He's like, I think he's dancing. If he was a good, you know, a, oh, he's a, a, a good uh, dancer like he was a detective or something. No, like he that. said uh, he's a good detective or a dancer. If or he was a like good that, detective like, like he was a dancer or something. Yeah. But um, some stupid one liner. This like this moment right here. Everybody's like, oh, he's dancing. Like this motherfucker just didn't shoot a hundred rounds. Right. You know. Somebody died, and he died. No. this motherfucker fell on, you know, helicopter blades. Yep. Like, there's not I blood know. everywhere. Right, they're showered he, in blood. He's dancing a jig. Yeah. So then they do the uh, the typical end movie scene in the parking lot with all the cops, and it's kind of raining, and everybody's kind of sitting around. The only thing they were missing was somebody sitting in the back of an ambulance with a blanket and a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And then his wife shows up. And she's like, oh, my God. And everybody's there. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then she says, he says the line to her. And then he goes, fuck you. And then she goes if up. The and cops weren't, if the cops weren't again, here. Yeah, he goes, fuck you. I'd if the cops were here. Face. I'd spit in your face, you cheating lying bitch. <laughs> fuck you. And I was like, that's what you should have said to her. Fuck you. I wrote, I wrote in my notes, this is bullshit. They're kissing. and oh, I know. Fuck oh. that. Fucking cheating um, ass bitch. So I'm just gonna put this out there. If you were shot in the hand, like um, you're not gonna be okay. Like the gecko brother. Like yeah, like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> you gotta spit some bourbon on it. <laughs> yeah, wrap it in duct tape. There's no fucking way. For one, that hand is even mobile. Yeah, you're fucked. Let alone throwing a football. Right. You know. Or catching a football for that matter. Right. Because then we cut to the next scene, and they're in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and she's and uh, Daniel Harris is wanting to show uh, Jimmy off to all her friends, and he's like, he's not a dog. Oh, and the the wife said that too. I'll get a dog. I'll get a dog. Mm-hmm. Like what? So you can fuck it too, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. That oh was a dog. Re- that Pissed was a dog. That was a dog reference. Pissed me off so much. No, no, no. When you said bitch, that's a dog reference. Oh yeah. Ha <laughs> Oh, but I'm here till Thursday. Try the view. Try the view. That bitch sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so then, um, yeah, they're like a happy family again. And then Bruce Willis and Damon Williams are walking off. And he's like, I'm going to need a partner. And he's like, yeah, I'm not a detective. He goes, it's easier than it looks. But this is the 90s. You got to have a schnazzy line before you hit a guy. Like, if you're going to smack. Oh, he goes. I'll be back. Like, I'll be back. It's not better than that. Like, if you're going to whack him with a surfboard before you hit him, you got to say, surf's up. <laughs> and then we roll credits, and that's the movie. So they set it up like it was going to be a part two, right? For sure. But I'm kind of glad there wasn't because this seeing that they couldn't stand each other, and and it's the last Boy Scout. Yeah, the yeah. last Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. They had to have been like the last last Boy Scout. Yeah, the, the second har- to last. Die harder. The second to last. That's like that Die Hard franchise is the. The one that is hard to die right. because the, it is forever. The last Boy Scout after next. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We're talking about my potato salad. I'm putting on salt on my potato salad, but I like my potato salad. Paul, so I won't. <laughs> anyway. CL 1 to 10, what do you think? Six and a half. I gave it a seven. 
This is a fun movie. It is definitely It's a fun lot movie. of fun. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because it had that so 90s vibe. That fucking hat Damon Wayans oh, wore yeah. through the half the town. Oh, my God. He just needed the little round sunglasses mm-hmm. to complete the ensemble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was like that little like rat tail on the back or whatever. Yeah. But and he had the 13 or 23 mm-hmm. or whatever it was. So for the, the, shaved into the back of his the, head. Like almost the entirety of the movie until it's, there's like the... Uh, that back shot of it, uh-huh. I thought it was a fucking tattoo. Oh, that's funny. Because remember, Daniel Harris says something yeah, about it. Yeah, it's like, what's up with that number on the back of your it's head? Like it's a football thing. Yeah. He's like, I can tell you don't want to be talked to right now. So right. Leave it's alone. funny. She was being a little bitch in that yeah, scene. Yeah, she was. was that's like, why this was her favorite role. Right. She got to cuss like a sailor and she was like 12. But yeah, I gave it a seven. I'm like, it's... I definitely, like, outside of the little shit that I was nagging about, it's a, like you said, it's a fun fucking movie. This, in my opinion, it's a good, it's rewatchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sure. a background, like Gone in 60 Seconds, for almost sure. rewatchable, which is a big thing because that's a really rewatchable movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can put this on when you're just cleaning or whatever, just because you don't have to pay a lot of attention to it. And it's got a lot of funny parts. I, about to say, it is, it, I think it's balanced. It's a very well balanced yes. movie. It's, you know, it's enough. It's not cheesy. Yeah. It's not, you know, over the top action. It's not, you know, over the, you know, over the top trying to be funny. Right. I think it is a, a well-balanced movie with both of them. And, and it were, was what it was. It didn't take itself too seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. It is definitely that um alpha male. Yep. But they're both able to shine in both in right. their own individual ways. And wings. it definitely had a uh, lethal weapon type vibe to it. Only thing is like if you noticed anything that Danny Glover's ever been in, He's always had a handler. It's never Danny Glover. Oh like, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is always Danny Glover with somebody yep. else. Like I think there was one movie, wasn't there, where he was the star? He what? was the main star. Can't be color purple. No. Oh my god. I'm trying to think. Hopple. You know I have that on VHS. I believe it. Color purple. I believe it. You, so and look, the funny thing is, you want to say, you want to say that it's Predator Two. But no, Gary Busey's. In I it. was thinking Predator Two, and you're course, absolutely right. Gary, B- you're right. You're absolutely right. So and he, that's the movie I was thinking. You got to think he's always. It's always him and somebody else. You know why? Because he's not a strong enough actor. No, that's not why. Why? Because he's getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely yeah. got me. <laughs> Set that one up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it, it it is definitely one of those movies. Again, I'm I'm glad that they both can act. You know, in their own little way, right? You know, be again individuals, and it still works. Instead of like, I think with um, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. you know, it's more so Mel Gibson than oh it yeah, is absolutely Danny Glover. I think Danny has to feed off of Mel. Yep. With this, I think they're two standalone people that come together. Yeah, if that makes sense. It's kind of like uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan in yes. the Rush Hour series. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if that movie was, you know, loosely based, you know, character wise, like how this person is. They're two vastly different people that you right. bring together. It's just that. Yeah, it's that type of um, opposite. It's just like this movie, opposite people working mm-hmm. together because it's and it makes it funny. Mm-hmm. Hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it because he's Asian and he's black or mm-hmm. he's white and he's black. Or, you you know. have to touch a black man's radio. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? No one understands the words coming out of your mouth. Mm. That's funny. We'll take you to my hood. We'll hang. (laughs) (laughs) I want some moose (laughs) shoe. Anyway, so uh, BBG meter. Um, I'm going to go with a 3.8. Yep, I agree with that because there was that scene where they were laying together. 
Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cold in there. And, and look, look. Dude, he looked down her shirt. For sure. Oh, my God. So he looks down her shirt. You see the side titty yeah. coming out of the... The, the pool. Mm-hmm. And, and the straight-on blonde yeah, stripper titties in that yeah. one scene. Did you notice, though, when he lifted up her shirt to look down it, it went... Oh. <laughs> and like light came out of it. Mm, it a airy. <laughs> right? And then I automatically thought of Monster's Ball. Yes. I guess we're going to make wait a few more years mm-hmm. for Monster's Ball. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob Briggs. Billy Bob. However it goes, I don't know. Yes. And then um, on the, uh, there wasn't a lot of blood and guts. Even when he hit the, uh, propeller. When he hit the propeller, that was pretty cool. So yeah, that's that was good. I fully enjoyed it. I will be watching it again. I might yeah. even buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I can that. say it was an enjoyable movie, and yeah. it was one of my picks. Nice. I yep. kind of just it was just out of the hat. That film. was a that was a a legacy twofer. We oh, got yeah, the craft yeah. and yeah. this Back next one though. This next one mm-hmm. is all Jasperino, oh, and let's check it out right shit. now. During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed, and some get <laughs> Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. Happy clams just whistling down the road. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, and the Martonic family. Paramount Pictures presents Steve Martin. Ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. You see Don Ho while you were there? See the second show, that's the best one. Is that right? Yeah. John Candy. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. In a new film by John Hughes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hello game, hello game. Whoa! Oh, shit. You know, I wasn't going to get by without playing this. Of course. I fucking love planes, trains, and automobiles. So we did a movie this time that I hadn't already really seen all the way through. Mm-hmm. I have easily seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 20 times. Damn. It's my favorite Thanksgiving movie. Okay. My second being Thanksgiving, but I don't think that ever got a VHS release, so we can't cover that one. Maybe next year I can finagle that. But I have been waiting. The day we did the first episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. I knew in my heart of hearts... That our Thanksgiving episode was going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Nice. So I'm super excited. And I've never seen it. So. Oh my God. It's fucking amazing and I love it. So that's what we're doing next time. You got any uh, closing comments? Um, nope. This is historic. I think it's the shortest episode we've I, ever look, done. I was saying, like, looking out, I was like, oh, we're probably going to crack. We're probably barely going to crack. And I thought we were going to hit 2.30, but I guess we didn't. So I don't know. That's and, okay though. And the movie—it's not like it was, you know, skipped or anything. We didn't chintz like on anything. No. So I don't know. And that's surprising for we us. Were, yeah. Because you so, know we're at two thirty here for sure. Right. That's okay. Planes, trains, and automobiles—I guarantee you—we'll go two thirty because I have a lot to say because I love that movie for so much. So that's it. I am a Jasperino. We're leaving you with some Prince. 
do it. Get off. Uh, yeah. As I said, this is the 700 Days Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am Jasperino on behalf of my co-host with the mostest, the man, the myth, the legacy. We hope you guys have a good week, and we will catch you motherfuckers on the flip side. Peace.